Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the big show. He could go all Oh, America, are you serious? It is showtime, baby. Here we go.
Gentlemen, it is the big show. And now, ladies and gentlemen, live from Pittsburgh Studio Number One, it's Cold War Radio. Here's your host, Hutch Bailey Jr. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We have a really, really big show for you this evening. Remember Ed Sullivan and whatnot? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for choosing Cold War Radio, the voicemail 412 567 1460. For the podcast uh, audience and others, as you will see in a minute, uh, please visit SteelCityResistance.com where you can become a Cold War Radio patron and help get us through the through the depression. You know, I saw something that the stock market is at its worst that it's ever been in the United States history today. Didn't read the article, but saw the headline. I have to look into that tomorrow or later. Uh, if you want to write to the show, please write to SCRTV at live. Dot com. You can also write to Cold War Radio, P.O. Box 10433370, Castle Shannon Boulevard, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 15234. Let's go down to the Commonwealth of Virginia and get a little help up in here. All right, so Jack has his smoking jacket on, and he's ready to make his entrance. Hi, entrance. How you doing, Jack? I got my hoodie on because the legend lives on from the Chippewa on down about that big lake they call Gitchagumi. Gitchagumi. Well, some northern wind came in Ooh. Uh, fresh last night, and it probably came past your area before it hit us here, but... Ooh. Yeah, it got chilly. Weather, baby. It's good, though. I mean, I wish it would have been a little bit more... You know, Subtle. yeah, you know, incremental, but you know, it it, it got it, it it got windy, which was the problem. It's really not that cold out. It's chilly, but I like it that way. I, I like this time of year. I really yeah, do. We, it. we yeah, we opened the windows up, turned yeah. the AC off, and uh, this morning we got up. It was fifty seven degrees in the house. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, cats that's, don't know what to do. They're all up in the windows, man. I mean, yeah. they don't know what's going on. It's uh, it's nice though. It is I cleaned out the. Yeah. Cleaned out the uh, pellet stove and went and got some pellets uh, for not yet. I mean, I'm in, I live in a brick house, so we're still retaining heat from last week, you know. But it's uh, it's slowly cooling. Let's put it that way. The the thermostat that was 73 and 73 for the past five months is now 68 and 73, 62 and 73. You know, it's it's starting to dip a little bit. Uh, but again, I, I I like this time of year. I do. I, I mean, I don't necessarily like any 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 winter after january 1st is horrible but up to then i can handle it if it's fall and spring you know yeah, right there you could ever but see, i guess the, the affluent have figured out right they they spend a certain amount of time in yeah. one part of the country and when it's too extreme they go to the other part so yeah. they've got the 365 uh covered you know but uh but you know i saw a, a couple that wasn't affluent at all in any stretch of the imagination but you know what they did 
they had a little car, and they had a uh, a camper in north central Pennsylvania, up uh, I forget the name, Tioga County, up in there somewhere, and they had a camper there, full time. And it wasn't a big one. It wasn't a fifth-wheel camper. It was like a 20-footer, 28-footer, something like that. Right. And they stayed in there in the summertime. They jumped in that raggedy little car and drove to Arizona. It had the same thing in Arizona for the winter. <laughs> and at that time, that campground was a dollar a day, $365 a year plus whatever gas you used or whatever. Water was free. You can't beat that. I wouldn't uh-uh. say that too loud out there because, you know, uh, the National Guard of Massachusetts is looking for a home for about 50 folks right now. Did you see any of the back and forth between the residents of Martha's Vineyard? Martha's Vineyard? You have six rentals. Why don't you give them some? On and on and on. It's pretty funny. Oh, it was, uh, yeah, it, it was amazing. I was watching a Tim, Pole, uh, Tim Pool episode. He had Dr. Drew on, which was interesting. But in the beginning, he was talking about uh, hey, we're not talking about just taking over these these homes. These these are vacated because the summer's coming to a close, and they're on B and B Airbnb listed, uh, one hundred and fifty dollars a night for these places. That there's like a bunch of them on Martha's Vineyards right now. Right. Because you could those rich people there could pull together ten thousand and cover these people at least until they find them a place. Or they created them or for Christ's sake. Right. They're the ones that created them. You know, but you know what? On the other side of that, I hope DeSantis didn't hurt himself, but I think he probably did, man. I mean, you look if you look at the details of what happened with that situation, there was a first I read an article and I said, you know what, I'm not even getting into this tonight. I don't feel like talking about DeSantis tonight. But then I was sitting down eating my dinner, Jack, and I have a just a regular over the air TV in my kitchen. It's not hooked to any cable or any satellite dish or internet or anything. So I'm just flipping through the free channels, right? And there's this one, it's called Newsy. Right. And I hit this Newsy, and I'm eating my sandwich, and there's a guy in the state legislature, a Democrat in the state legislature in Florida talking about this. Now, I I don't know. It hasn't been really widely reported properly. Uh, uh, People don't realize, a lot of people, I don't think, I could be wrong, but I don't think they realize that these people, these 50 Venezuelans, had nothing at all to do with Florida. The Sanders' people went to Texas to get them. And they gathered them up, and they got them, and they got them to Martha's Vineyard. Then they were going to do it again. And they gathered a bunch of other people up and put them in a hotel, and then the news broke. They were going to send them to Delaware. But the problem is, is that they used taxpayer money, and these people aren't even Floridians. You know, yeah, I mean, I they, they, they weren't any way affiliated with it. And this thing I'm reading is is pointing. I don't know if you remember Lee Atwater, uh, about uh, Repu- uh, he, he was Carl Rove's Carl predecessor. Right. Yeah, and, and it's it's got. It, I mean, they're not trying to say there's any proof, but it's got Rove written all over it. It's the kind of thing he does, right? And this legislate the the end of the article said, "Man, I'll bet the people because there's a, a an article in the Miami Herald. There's a, a the Miami Herald's the same as the New York Times." when it comes to going after Republicans. And they started zeroing in on this one woman that everybody recognized, all these aliens, those Venezuelans, all recognize this lady in black, and she's like a an operative for DeSantis. And this guy, this legislator, is talking about, 
oh, no, there's a problem here. This is illegal and unconstitutional. They're not allowed to do this with people that have nothing to do with Florida. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I hope he, I hope DeSantis is smart enough that he didn't hook up with Rove, man. I, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I hope he didn't hook up with Rove. I pray to God he didn't do that. Because if he did, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it in another episode if he did. Yeah, but I think he is next to Trump. He's the next threat in line as far as the Democrats and this new world order uh, garbage is, is DeSantis. So what do they do earlier this year? They tried to pit him against each other, right? They said, oh, DeSantis is going to do this. And, and they're like, both of them are like, what the hell are you talking about? We got no, I got no, it, you know, I'm going to go for re-election of governor of Florida, blah, 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 blah. And now here you have this move, and then you have after the, after it's reported, which I think, I mean, if you do it one time, it shows the hypocrisy of all the leftists and all the cities. I mean, all these cities that are sanctuary Oh, I agree. It, it was a service. It was a service to the country. Yeah. There's no question but about to, that. To keep doing it, then you, you can't complain when Biden's doing these midnight flights and shoving them into your territory, right? Florida, and it has, it has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with being the governor of Florida. I don't buy the part that it's just going for the governor of Florida. I don't buy that at all. Right. The, that's just me. The um, after the fact, they started accusing him, and he had to, he's they all signed disclosures and all this stuff, and then the Democrats attacked from the state, and DeSantis's team was like, "Wait a minute, we just passed a law that." Yep, you said voted for it, you voted for it, you voted for it, where we have $10 million of Florida taxpayer money allotted to uh, take illegals and send them to sanctuary cities. It was a law passed in Florida this past year. But I don't think it was passed to take to take immigrants from Texas. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what the, I'm saying. That's the too. part that I'm worried about, the Texas yeah. part. I would agree with you on that. Because I'm, I'm listening to this that. legislator, and, and he's foaming at the mouth, man. You know yeah, what I mean? They, when, there's even a sheriff, in, a, a Democrat sheriff in Texas is suing. And then Soros is funding a lawsuit of the 50 migrants uh, against DeSantis. So, uh, you know, What I'm feeling, here's what I'm feeling. I, I'm feeling the same thing I felt. The same people that are, like, like Jared Kushner came out, and he made a statement and they picked it apart and said that he's all against DeSantis and this, that, and the other thing. And I, w- I watched the whole statement, and that's not what he said. But it's the same group that supported Cruz against Trump is the same group that's behind DeSantis. Now, I'm not saying everybody that's behind DeSantis is in this group. But it's more like a—it's it, one of the—it's th- like some Trumpers. Like, there's nothing the guy can do wrong. And that's absolutely not true. And that's a dangerous way to play the game. In my opinion, you know, I mean, I, I'll call out Trump in a New York heartbeat, like with the vaccines that's terrible, you know, but I, I just don't want to see that 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 movement right there has the potential to hurt MAGA. A, a movement. In my, yeah, in my point of view, and I see what you're saying, you've got to stay. I would keep that right there, you know, not in the front of your mind. We know it, we see it, but the guess who's pushing it is these media. Bam, 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 bam. So Over the where target. are we headed? Yeah, where are we headed? We are headed to a very crucial midterm election. Yeah. So the the thing that would that would um, 
please the opponents and the losers of the situation we currently find ourselves in in this country are saying, yeah, just let's just let these let the other side fight against each other. We're going to yeah. sit there and tear them down. In the meantime, and it, this miserable happen. economy, this housing, this all this bad stuff that we've done over the last two years, right. they'll forget about it if we if the media and, and the media is very good at keeping other stuff. We got to stay forefront. focused, man. We got to stay. And Carl Rove, please, please, Governor DeSantis, please tell me that you're not messing with Carl Rove. You mess with Carl Rove, you're my enemy after that. I'm sorry. That guy is a, he's the worst thing. One of the worst things that ever happened to this country was Carl Rove. I'm telling you, man, that guy, the king of, he ruins people. He ruins people is what he does. He ruined George W. Bush. George W. Bush wouldn't even fight back. If you remember because of Carl Rove and everywhere Bush went, Rove was there. I saw him there personally. Uh, Anyway, enough on that. I hate it when I tell myself I'm not going to talk about something, and then we talk about it for 15 minutes. Well, we didn't really talk about it. We just breezed on through it. We did go over it pretty quickly. Uh, Got a voicemail. Got a voicemail. Uh, Always like it when we got a voicemail. I want to thank uh, the Biden family for this voicemail, and I want to thank the McConnell family. Thank you very much. Let's listen to the voicemail. Um, God bless the internet, because I threw that on the translator. The Chinese consulate finally reminds you that there is an important notice. For details, please press 8. For details, please press 8. So thank you for that. <laughs> for a minute there, I thought it was the, uh, the, the Chinese version of the uh, the Chris Rock joke. We know. Yeah. How much for the fortune cookie? 29 cents! <laughs> like, oh my goodness, man. Um, we got a guest coming on tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about Clive and Bundy uh, and the Bundy Ranch situation. And uh, don't know how far we're going to go into after that with the Finnegan or whatever his name was, deal with the game reserve preserve. Uh, but we will talk about Clive and Bundy. And I'm working on another one for next week, Jack. I will let you know when I hear something. Uh, I, I hope we can get him on Friday because I really think you're going to like the, the subject matter. It, it basically... Uh, is a Vietnam War vet uh, that lost both of his legs. And he started studying uh, the causes why America goes to war. Uh, and I think you're going to enjoy it. I know I will. Uh, I mean, it's it's right up your alley. I mean, all, all the different organizations and even religions and, and different uh, uh, entities that, that get us involved in all these things all the time. So, that's Hope. good timing too, because we're yeah. like being pushed into oh that John, that area right now. As yes, we, we are. We certainly are, and we're going to talk about it for sure. Uh, just uh, on the political uh, side, there's a little hope out in Alaska. Uh, students with Life Action uh, will knock on 8,700 doors in Fairbanks, Alaska, from yesterday until September. 20- Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 26th to expose pro-abortion 21-year incumbent Senator Lisa Murkowski for constantly voting with Democrats on the abortion issue, Life News reported Wednesday. Murkowski, who has vowed to further Democrat policies if re-elected, has voted against conservative positions on abortion, not just abortion. Students with life action intend to expose Murkowski's record, which includes opposing pro-life Supreme Court justices, such as Brett Kavanaugh's nomination, opposing legislation prohibiting elective 20-week abortions, promising to codify Roe v. Wade, and think about that, a Republican senator promising to codify Roe v. Wade into law. And then we wonder why we can't have any decent governance. Opposing the Supreme Court's ruling that made abortion a state issue. The campaign of rock star Kelly Shabaka, Murkowski's Trump-endorsed opponent, praised SFLA Action's effort to expose Murkowski and slammed the pro-abortion incumbent for supporting the Democrats' abortion-on-demand policies. Uh, I, I think that's great, man. I, I think that's, uh, if she could win, man, we would be that much closer to cleaning it's, this thing up. It's it, very important election, and when we get to the loser segment, we're going to hear more about Murkowski and Shibaka race, along with uh, the turtle. Let's just put it that way. Well, that's good. I mean, that's what we need to do. Uh these people are horrible, man. These, <laughs> I want to jump to this. I got to watch my watch my p's and q's here uh, because of uh, the timing. But let's go uh, to the candidacy, uh, and this is a little this is a little weird because this is an interview with Ronna McDaniel from the Romney National Committee uh, with Blake Masters, and Blake Masters. I, I want you to remember as you listen to this, uh, and I'm not sure. Maybe you know, Jack. I'm not sure um, how connected the Romney National Committee and Mitch McConnell are and the Senate fund that he controls. But they pulled $10 million out of this race, and now you got Ronna McDaniel up there acting like uh, she wants him to win. And, and I just don't know what the correlation is between those two entities. I would imagine pretty close, don't you think? McConnell's got his own pack, right, which is separate from the Ronna McDaniel, which is the GOP, right? The RNC. RNC, yeah. RNC. So uh, and there's so much money that are involved in the election. You'll get lost, right? I know, you I know. Lost. You're right. Uh, You're, I, it, just, it just struck me because I'm looking at her, and I didn't really recognize her, but I'm looking at the text. I'm like, that's Ronna McDaniel. At, at some point, you know, you've got to get over you, – you've got to get over the fight of – of MAGA Republicans trying to uh, take over the GOP and the establishment GOP saying we don't want to have anything to do with you, because in the end you're gonna you're gonna end up losing every race, right? Um, 
I don't know. I, 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 think our, I think our argument's pretty strong, man. The pro-America argument. No, I, I'm saying that, but the money, like you're saying that, that the Ron oh, McDaniel, yeah. they're pulling the money and starting to fund Blake Masters, which is what they should have done ever since he oh, secured the nomination. That's per- To right? me, that's, that's purely personal politics with McConnell. He wants to keep his yeah. job. When you waste millions upon oh. millions of, uh, of funding for your side, GOP or Democrat, fighting against another candidate on your side, the logic there doesn't meet. It's like, no. all right, here are, here's the two best people. They're going at it. They're all these races. The race. Where, where did that just happen? That just happened somewhere. Where did it happen? In New Hampshire. Uh, In New Hampshire with, uh, I New forget Hampshire. her name. Yeah, McCarthy yeah, the, did the did the house, and then McConnell yeah. went against the bulldog. Five, right? Like five the, million uh, each, right? It was it's money they could have spent on the Democrat. It, it's unbelievable. That's it's, the money it's they unbelievable. Spent on on the on the election for yeah. November. You know, it's well, let's listen right to there. Blake Blake's, Blake Blake's, he he he's uh he's scorched earth, man. This Kelly, this Mark Kelly, I, I'll tell you what an embarrassment to the United States Officer Corps. What an embarrassment this guy is. Let's listen to this. now now take it. This is a political ad. And I'm not playing it to change anybody's mind. I just didn't know that uh Kelly was down with all this. Kelly? Yeah, Mark Kelly. What is happening in Arizona with the border and the Biden failures? Hold on a second. I, I mixed two two things up there. Forget about where am I at here? Hold on a second. What was, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about. Yes, I was. No. Okay. Blake Masters. We got. I got two on, on, on this. Um, I'm getting my. Okay. Here we're back here. I got two clips on this. That's where I messed up. This is the political ad that they're running against Mark Kelly. We have an explosion of kids rather suddenly making an announcement that they are transgender. Democrats like Mark Kelly and Joe Biden support policies pushing dangerous transgender drugs and surgeries on kids, taking away parental rights. Kids are told elementary school, middle school, if your parents don't go along with this, they're not on your side. It's Mark Kelly's agenda for our kids and families. There are no gold standard studies about transgender kids. Zero. We have to go out there and stop this. Our children deserve better. Man, I'll tell you, this this is one subject that, honestly, I can't believe. And, and I think it was, a lot of it was during COVID. But I can't believe how rapidly this got onto our front pages everywhere, Jack. I, I just, I really can't, man. The, the freakishness of it, the freakish We discussed it. All of this is a boom, 100%. Everything you've got, radical, put it on the table, put it in their face. Because if Trump wins again in 2024, it, you know, it's the movement has done seen what they did to the country since uh, the election of 2020. Look at where we're at. Oh my look at, God! Look at the lies that the government and the media are pushing against us. Ah, oh, you don't worry the, about your shelves empty in the damn store. Lower your expectations. Deal with it. Uh, yeah, go buy don't, an electric don't, car. Do don't you think this, this is worth? Don't you think this is different though? I mean, this is 
This is diabolical, man. This is diabolical. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. I mean, it's truly satanic evil. It's not. It's not gay marriage, man. You know what I mean? It's it's mutilation. You're talking about children in their formative years, and they're trying to say that an eight-year-old kid, yeah, is an adult, and or her the mind is is uh, advanced enough to make that decision for themselves without the consent of the parents. We've already had what the shows where the the uh, CDC has uh, this program. where the kids can go in there and talk, and if the parents come in a the room, they hit this out button. And it looks Escape like a box. Google. Yeah, I mean, it's all designed to. But there steal are kids. I, I don't kids see how. I don't see how. I mean, this is this is something that you would use if you had the elections totally rigged, because everybody has children. I mean, not everybody, but the, every group has children, and you can't tell me that every Democrat mother is down with this. You just can't do it. And the media supports that aspect. If you would think if the media was fair and and presenting both sides of the story, you'd have a hell of a lot of angry parents on the TV every night saying, yeah, stay away from my kids. I mean, you've got, you've got major league baseball supporting this. You've got teachers unions supporting this. I mean, you've got, you've got woke ESG, DEI, businesses, corporations supporting this. Yeah, the only you know, slow play they did was what a couple of years ago. They said, no, nope, we're going to have uh, gender-neutral bathrooms in the schools. And people were pissed off about that. But yeah. they still went through. Then the next thing you heard was stories in New York City, uh, uh, trannies or what do you call them? cross-dressers or whatever, people in drag sitting down, reading story time to preschool children in I mean, drag. I saw now, an this, attorney well, general, a female attorney general from, I forget which state it was, when I was getting ready for the show, calling for a drag queen in every school. An attorney general. I mean, these right. people are evil. They're not. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. They, in pride parades, they had uh, stripper poles with little kids sliding up and down with with uh, a trannies right there. It was, they're, it's trying to normalize in the kids' eyes that this is no big deal. You can do this. It's fun, blah, blah, blah. And these are impressionable. Who's the most impressionable right. or uneducated kids that are right there in their, they're in the, I call it the sponge years, that they can learn and absorb things fast, quick, 
and they're they're looking to learn. It's it's every day's exciting, and you're feeding that into their brains. I'm telling you, we're in trouble. We are in trouble if that becomes the norm, right? No, I, I agree. And, and, and again, the thing that gets me the most about it is I can't believe how fast it came. You know, we used to talk about this and it was like abhorrent. You know, it was something that wasn't uh, even remotely uh, going to be part of the mainstream, you know. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, it is. And, and it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's pretty scary, actually, when, when you think about it. I mean. Gone from don't ask, don't tell in the military in the early 90s to let's tell the kids when they're uh, in preschool about it, and then we're going to help them change who they are if they tell us that's what they want, right? Yeah. Oh, a little boy. And anybody who says anything against it is is some kind of monster, right? <clears throat> you know. And the thing that really gets me though, the thing that, the thing that it, it just it, it makes you want to get the pitchforks out, man, is the freaking teachers, and the way that's that they coyly say, well, you know, if if, if your parents aren't for this then they're not on your side. And I, you know, the first G rated version that I got of that was at my son's commencement from college. And when the keynote speaker who was some old buddy duddy has been from the Jimmy Carter administration said, you know, it's okay. And this is with all the people in the audience that paid exorbitant amounts of money, including me. Uh, thank you. VA. To, to the university, right? to the freaking Yeah. They're they're saying that your your value your 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 parents' values aren't as important, and they don't have to be your values. As all the parents are sitting in the stage, in the in the bleachers, and I'm the only one pissed off. You know, it it, it blows my mind, and uh, we have our first failure uh, for a guest uh, tonight. So I mean, it's a good thing I prepared for this a little bit, um, and I'll deal with that. So we're not going to have a guest tonight, ladies and gentlemen, unless. Uh, Something happens. I called him twice. Uh, so I'll uh, deal with that tomorrow. But we can handle it, Jack. You know what I mean? Because we've done this before. Yeah. Uh, and this, uh, this, top, this topic that you're saying, how everything's being it, – it's intentional how they're ramping it up. And the, to me, the worst aspect of it is, like I touched on earlier, is the media is fully behind it. You've got um, – this Governor DeSantis, who we talked about, is actively went after one of the major corporations within Florida, Disney. Now you're talking big time uh, pull there, but there's issues. Um, last week we talked about um, they, the, I forgot which county, but it's over by Tampa, Florida. They did their fall sting on child pre- predators. One of them. Happened to be a fifteen-year-old, fifteen-year uh, employee of the Disney Corporation, <laughs> and he was like uh, a crafty guy because they've been after this guy for years. He was he would always spoof his address. I guess he used, uh, you know, uh, DNS uh, deal. But they finally caught him, um, and this guy, one of the other guys that they arrested worked in the school systems IT area and he installed the software to protect the students from child predators. Now think about that. In the meantime, he's traveling across the state to meet up with a 14 year old boy. Um, 
if you if you haven't had a chance, go to Florida, look at their fall uh, roundup of sexual predators, and the the sheriff there puts on like an hour demonstration of the second day people and goes through their bio and what they did and who they were and it, you know it's like this is this is madness you know you sit there and have laws against this and at the same time you have what we're talking about now you have them pushing uh uh this sexuality on elementary uh school kids and, and this for is them ta- to be like that this is a takeover of the government these people these people don't believe in this they're putting this on it there's no way that all these middle people older than me that are pushing this on kids they don't believe this this is about destroying our culture that's what this is about, getting ready call, for the Chinese. That's what this is, and the world don't economic Don't call them pedophiles. Right. Don't call them pedophiles. We don't do that. Minor attracted people. Minor attracted persons, right? Oh, that happened in Texas, but yeah, it, was, it was by a, a, a professor of an old Dominion University who wrote a book on that, saying we need to add these people to the, to the alphabet, right? LGBTQ, they wanted to add that to the alphabet. <laughs> Did, um, did you so see that the gay, the gay people are getting pissed off and keep adding stuff to it? <laughs> they should be. I mean, it's what's next? Uh, you know, uh, the, the, the people animals that are dress next. up as animals? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's next. You know it is. Uh, oh, well, I'll tell you. Anyway, back to uh, Arizona for a minute. Um, this is the interview I was talking about with uh, – uh, McDaniels uh, and Blake. What is happening in Arizona with the border and the Biden failures and the Kelly failures in your state? So it's a complete open border at this point. It really it's totally is. open, right? Joe Biden. Yeah. And they caused this crisis. I'm not going to pretend it was ever perfect at the southern border. But yeah. man, under President Trump, it was pretty darn good. It was yep. under control. Actually, I talked to Border Patrol agents and they even say under Obama, it was OK. They say under Obama, it was B, B minus. So if somebody came to Arizona right now and you took them to the border, what would they see? What would they see? You see a lot of border wall. But if you just drive a few miles in any one direction, you see gaps in the border wall. And the cartels are not stupid, right? They know where those gaps are. And it actually almost helps them uh, filter people through. And Biden, of course, halted construction on the border wall. So you've got yep. these giant gaps. And then he reversed all of Trump's policies, like remain in Mexico, mm-hmm. right? And now Biden, he just hamstrings our brave men and women of Border Patrol. So He's turned them into people processing in? agents. People yeah. can pour in. I've literally seen, we've been down at the, the border filming commercials, and you just see groups of people Pouring in. in. And you know what? This isn't good for them. Oh, it's it, horrible. People are being trafficked. Kids are being trafficked. Drugs are coming across. These people are having to pay the cartels and the coyotes all of their money. Indentured servitude. The women and children are being uh, horribly abused, sold into sexual slavery. Uh, the kids have phone numbers written on their hands, right? They're told that, oh, call this number. A relative will come pick you up. No, a cartel agent is going to come pick them up. And and those kids are just... They're lost, right? They're lost. And, and they, the fentanyl that's coming through, it's killing American teenagers. Like, it really is this lawless zone. And Biden and Mark Kelly have turned over our whole southern border to the murderous drug cartels. The cartels are in charge. And, and, and don't forget, when, when you hear cartels, don't think just Mexican cartels. The Mexican cartels and the Colombian cartels are in bed with the Chinese Communist Party, with the military, bringing that fentanyl in here. They're partners. They're also partners with the El Rukins, the Crips and the Bloods, the, uh, all of the different gangs that are in Chicago. They're all working together. 
And Matt Gates is right. I mean, we should bomb these people. We should literally get away from worrying about Russia and Ukraine. And let's start taking out our enemies. How about that? No, well, we can't do that because I'm sure the Bidens, I'm sure Hunter is getting a stake of the drug money too. And McConnell probably is too. You know, I, I mean, this is, this is, it's been going on for too long. Yeah, it's like if you if you don't know what the hell is going on in D.C., sure, you'd be like, let's go after them, boom, boom. But I would like that myself. I'd like, hell, let's friggin' take over. Mexico hasn't been able to take care of themselves for quite some time. We ought to just go let's occupy. Go down there. Let's make five new states out of it. Right. Get rid of these uh, uh, criminals and uh, murderers. And you talk about a southern border, then that would be easy to defend. Oh. Look at the look at the southern border. Look how narrow it is. Look how narrow it is with Guatemala. Right. We can send uh, you know Kamala Harris. She can handle that border. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You so, can have you can have like one of those things like a railroad crossing. You know. But the problem <laughs> is is we know that there's a huge issue with the bureaucracy, the unelected, the swamp that exists in D.C. So it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, if, we, if we were ever, or they decided to do that with Mexico... You would just have more areas for our corrupted government to take advantage of the people. Yeah. We need to fix what's going on in D.C. before oh, yeah. we ever look uh, out. We need, we, need to, we need to eliminate D.C. D.C. needs to be dissolved. That body, as a full-time body, needs to be dissolved. It, it just does. It, it's not – there's no way to it, – it's like the FBI. You can't fix it. You can't. Nope. It's got cancer in every freaking organ. You can't do it. You know, I don't trust the vast majority of Republican politicians. I don't trust them. I think they're just as bad. They're just a little slicker at it. Um, and, and there's a few exceptions. Matt Gates got cleared today. My man. That's who I'd like to see be the next MAGA leader, but that's just me. Um, let's talk about some Cold War radio stuff. I put a link into the chat room that has numerous videos of what I'm getting ready to talk about. Videos don't work too well on radio, as you know. Uh, but Tehran's streets are in the hands of the people. Crickets from the Jihad Squad in America's Congress. The protests in Iran are on the verge of toppling the regime, not being reported very well. The only thing that can stop the revolution now is another bloodbath uh, like November 2019 when 1,500 protesters were killed and thousands more arrested. Uh, many of whom were tortured and executed. Now, the protesters are striking back, however. Thousands of Iranians marched on the streets to protest the death of Masha Amini, 
on September 16th. Uh, the atrocity of the week, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, after being arrested by the Sharia police, the protests have now reached 80 cities, eight zero cities, according to the Jerusalem Post. At least three members of the Iranian Basij uh, paramilitary force were killed in protests sweeping Iran in light of the death of Masha Amini on Thursday, with Iranian state media reporting that 17 people have been killed since the protests began. Basij forces were killed in Tabriz, Mashhad, and Kazvin overnight, according to Iranian reports. An Iranian army officer was also killed in Kochan during the protests, according to the Mayor News Agency. Two civilians were killed, and about 25 civilians and police officers were injured during the protest in Kirmanshah as well, according to Mayor, which blamed the deaths on anti-revolutionary forces. According to Iran Human Rights, the death toll stands at 31. Armored police on motorcycles open fire on civilians. How are you an armored police when you're on a motorcycle? Anyway, protesters are said to be responding with Molotov cocktails. In several cities, police vehicles and police stations were set on fire. A video showed an alleged uh, commander of the Basij militia captured and bleeding. Protesters called for army and police to join them. A video purported to show a regime security officer joining the protesters and calling to the son of the deposed Shah, who lives in Virginia. Reza Shah, bless your soul. So there's that, folks. And uh, unfortunately, they keep trying to topple this regime, and we're worried about Ukraine, Jack. I mean, it would be nice if we could focus on a true enemy of the United States. Well, I, you know, I've been over U.S. Uh, involvement in toppling governments because it, it, it never turns out good in the United States effort. You know, you, you, we end up creating our next enemy, right? We prop up something, and then when, when their usefulness is over, uh, our, our, our men and women end up getting, going there to depose them or take them out. Uh, Saddam Hussein comes to mind, Manuel Noriega comes to mind. Uh, we created a huge enemy in Ob- Osama bin Laden after we backed him against the Soviets in the, uh, the war there in, in Afghanistan in the eighties. Um, and the promises made, were never kept. So See, that's of, that's of that's where I, that's what I would say. I would say, especially with Afghanistan, Afghanistan, we dropped the ball, man. We the had Shah of who they just had, we're talking about. That was uh, allowed to happen because what you know, uh, the usefulness was gone. You know, you create uh, people and they get taken out. Um, and, I, and I'm sick and tired of the United States because that's why we end up being the bad guy, right? We used to be the beacon of freedom. We went and helped save the world from Hitler and saved it from whatever was going on in World War One. Uh, come back, feel good about yourself. We're industrialized. We're leading the world in advancements and technology. And here, come the, and all here come the communists, and then right away. You know, now. Now we're the big enemy, you know. If we but don't the thing with there, Iran, the thing with Iran is Iran's sitting there. Iran's, and, and I agree a hundred percent with what you're saying, ninety nine percent. The one percent of me remembers the pictures of shrapnel from IED blasts that I had to collect, collect vehicles that had Iranian lot numbers and stuff on them 
from the IEDs that they made, that they came over and made. And I think about their nuclear capability, and I think about the uh, mullahs and the, uh, I can't think of the name of it now, the uh, 12th Imam. And turn turn that around, and then you can go to Biden and the Carries. Yeah, no, you're right. You're and right. the people within our there's, own government. There's really there. no way to. There's really no way to do it now. You're, you're. I mean, short of declaring war. And I. You know what? I'm going to concede, and I'm going to agree with you. I don't like Iran, but I still am going to agree with you. Yeah, I'm not. You're not going to get me pissed off enough to say we need to go take them out. No, I'm not, and I'm no not matter really, what. They, I'm not really me, saying I, that either. I will. I will be prepared to defend ourselves if they come up with a nuclear. A nuclear capability. Well, hey, hush! You don't give don't give our people in the uh, deep state ideas now. No, that's a real thing. I mean, they'll shoot. No, it. I'm. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like a terror attack by uh, oh, Iranians yeah. now. You know, and, I hear hey, you. You know, I, I got you, man. You're right. You know, we and, might. They, they might. By the way, to, by the way, this is the time. This go. is the window. We're in that window, folks. Right now, we're in that window. We're in the window for an October surprise. And it could be, I've heard, I've heard people talking and I don't, I mean, nothing credible, but still, when you hear things, it it still makes you go, hmm, you know, people talking that there's a cataclysmic event getting ready to happen in the next couple of days. Yeah. What did we, what did we hear earlier this week? The media is all over it. Putin. Yeah. Nukes. Putin. Nukes. Keep pushing them in the corner. Keep pushing them up against the, what else is he going to do? You know, I, I totally understand that. I mean, I don't support it, but I completely understand why he thinks. Look what he's up against. He's against the entire Western European morons and us. And we're morons, too, when it comes right. to the State Department. We're, I mean, not only are we funding it with the fiat money and where the big guy, get, he's got to be getting kickbacks from all of this uh, money and supplies and weaponry that we're sending to Ukraine. Uh, on top of that, we're get, we got something we're going to cover up a little bit later. So we're paying one way or the other. The United States is funding this war. Yeah. And not just the United States. Everybody that burns any kind of oil in Western Europe is funding this. And, and, and when you listen a little bit later, when we start talking about Massachusetts's electric bills, they're That's buying it. gas from the Nordstrom Pipeline. That's what I'm talking about. In Massachusetts. It's unbelievable. It's sick. It's it's un, un-American. It is un-American, and it's freaking on purpose. And there's Republicans involved as well. And that makes my blood boil. And and, and it just does. It should, it, make, it should make the listeners' blood boil. It should. What they've done, you know. Um, and what they continue to do. What they continue to do. And, and, and you know what? I'm just going to hit this right now. Um. I almost put a piece in tonight's show notes. I lo- I watched Newt Gingrich, and he was praising Kevin McCarthy and Steve Scalise because they imitated his contract with America. And they put this ridiculous thing that they put out today or yesterday in Washington, PA, just south of me. Uh and then I, I looked at it a little further, and I started d- digging into additional articles on the same topic. And I was like, "Damn, I almost did a disservice to my audience by 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 talking about this laudatory commentary by Newt Gingrich." 
Um, the country is under communist assault. The economy is in free fall to undetermined depths. That is, we don't know how far it's going to go. It could never recover. This could end up being the end of the dollar. And Biden's trying to make that happen. Foreign policy is a complete disaster. The government has actually turned on its people. The FBI is a Stasi, that's the East German secret police, offshoot. Inflation is wrecking American families. Our youth is dying from candy-colored fentanyl. The border is wide open. There is no free speech permitted online. AOC is making policy. The experimental vaccine is causing six-foot clots in children. The Taliban is flying our helicopters, and Fauci still has a job. And what did Kevin McCarthy and Steve Scalise come out? They come out with a commitment to America, with an economy that's strong, fight inflation, and lower the cost of living. Make America energy independent and reduce gas prices. Strengthen the supply chain and end dependence on China. How are you going to get that past, Mitch? Secure the border and combat illegal immigration. We got two million in here already, Kev. Reduce crime and protect public safety. Now, that's a bold statement. Defend America's national security. Where, in Ukraine, Kev? A future that's built on freedom. Make sure every student can succeed and give parents a voice. What are their trials? Actually, give parents a voice now? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Achieve longer, healthier lives for Americans. Get the vaccine. Confront big tech and demand fairness. And all Ted Cruz took care of that. Uh, A government that's accountable. Preserve our constitutional freedoms. Man, that's that's just, that's knife blade there. Here, here, here. Hold hold Washington accountable. You should have reworded that, Kevin. You should have said, hold me accountable. Restore the people's voice. I mean, you got to be shitting me, man. You got to be kidding me. This is our Republican Party. These people are losers. They're freaking losers. If you guys elect him as Speaker of the House, we deserve everything we get. I'm sorry. You said, you know, how how it's turning communists at the top. There's a, there's supposed to, I guess, be the the emoji for the, uh, the United States flag, but it's almost completely what red. It's almost red. It's got three, three stars. We're like 80% to full blown communism folks. Now, now let's, let's, let's look at what, what this moron just said that Newt Gingrich is praising is lauding like the best thing we ever did. What about investigations into the deaths of four Trump supporters on January 6th? What about committee hearings with Lieutenant Mike Byrd and Officer Leela Morris? How many government operatives were working the January 6th riot? What was their role? How about Hunter Biden committee hearings? Hunter Biden never got mentioned. How about defunding the FBI, Kevin, with the power of the purse? How about that? How about fixing it and having free and fair elections? Outlaw drop boxes forever. How about match funding of U.S. border wall to Ukraine spending? Impeachment hearings on Secretary Mayorkas and A.G. Merrick Garland on day one. 
introduce first article of impeachment against Joe Biden by the end of January 2023. Make it the invasion of America that he managed to handle. Pass a bill to send all illegal migrants to sanctuary cities and states. Pass Representative Gohmert's legislation to move political prisoner trials to their home districts. Unbelievable, man. McCarthy, if you people think that McCarthy and Scalise and McConnell and Cornyn are going to lead us out of this morass, you're deeply mistaken. And I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm just saying. These people, Jim Jordan, now, now luckily, I don't, I don't know what day they've picked to cave. But the Freedom uh, Caucus has not supported Kevin McCarthy yet. And I, I mean, I, I know they're going to. I know Jim Jordan doesn't have the balls to do it. I know he doesn't. I wish he would. I really do. I'd love to see him on TV instead of on Twitter. You know, things, uh, may, things may change. I mean, we had, you look at President Trump's endorsement record this year just for these midterm elections, and it's freaking remarkable. Right? It is. It definitely is. It, it makes Carl Rove look like, you know, a <laughs> redheaded stepchild. Good point. What he was able to accomplish. So there is that aspect. If we Americans put in these MAGA candidates, you've got a big time shift in the GOP. But now we got to right fight. There. Now we got to fight. That's Th- this is the, this is the critical that the day after the election is when we have to fight. We have to hold them accountable. And I mean, if we have to have protests, uh, we have to have protests. Against Republicans, I'm talking about. MAGA protests. We have to demand They don't have a problem spending millions of dollars against MAGA candidates of their own party. Exactly. We've seen it. Or destroying them, like they did with Greitens. Destroying them, like they did with Parnell. Look what they did with with uh, Kathy. What's her last name? Barnett. Barnett. Kathy, look what they did to her. Rick Grinnell did that to her. Sean Hannity did that to her. You know, it's unconscionable what they do uh, to people that all they want to do is set America free. You know, uh, and now I got to, I got to support freaking Oz. You know what I, can you imagine? Oh my God. Can you imagine Jack, Kathy Barnett picking apart John Fetterman right now? We'd have been 10 points ahead. Yeah, there, there'd have been no contest. None. It's unbelievable. This party no. sucks. It's cancerous. And with talking. Oz, you know, the Pennsylvanians are like, I mean, and you're talking about a Philly girl, right? Yeah. I mean, she's from, she's from Alabama, but still, she lived no. here a long time. She's yeah. Philly. She I know lives, it, man. She I, actually I, lives in Philly. You yeah. Know? She wasn't from Philly, but she did live there. She lives in Philly. She lives in Pennsylvania. Where does right. Oz live? Right. right? Yeah, yeah, New Jersey. The, the I know. Fe- I, I uh, who was it? Tucker Carlson did a piece on where Fetterman came from, where he was mayor from, and I was like, "Holy mackerel!" Braddock. I wonder if Hutch knows of this town, Braddock, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's a shit. It's like a dead town. It's been dead. Uh, it That's was a manufacturing it. place. Steel, steel mill. Yeah, it's still a steel mill there, or a union but, hall rather. He supposedly owes 10 properties. It's got there like 5,000 people and it's not even a blip. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I mean, and then he went from there to Lieutenant governor. And yeah. now he wants to be a United States Senator and a guy what lived in his, or was funded by his parents until he was 50. 
maybe something like that. I guess yeah. it was until yeah. he became I mean, he mayor. Did. He lived in his uh, he lived in a house that he bought for a dollar from his sister. He's got yeah. ten homes in Braddock or ten pieces of property in Braddock that are I think total worth is like less than two hundred thousand. But he didn't disclose it on his thing, no. uh, which and might l- be an issue. Less right? than right. one week after the editorial board of Pittsburgh Post Gazette challenged candidates for the Keystone State's U.S. Senate seat to release their medical records, Mehmet Oz obliged. As the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette said in its September 21st editorial, further delays in scheduling a debate between U.S. Senate candidates John Fetterman and Mehmet Oz have raised more questions about Mr. Fetterman's health, including his ability to communicate and process information. This is a left-wing rag, folks. He has increased his public appearances but his speech remains halting, and he repeats key phrases like mantras. To reassure the public, Mr. Fetterman ought to release his records and make his doctors available to the media. Mr. Oz should release his medical records, too. This morning, Oz's campaign answered the Post-Gazette's call and published a collection of doctor's letters, health records, and information on his previous diagnosis. In the interest of full transparency over my own health, I saw my doctor again to get the most current appraisal of my health status, Oz explained. I agree that voters should have full transparency when it comes to the health status of candidates running for office. The year's worth of medical information leading up to this week released by Oz, also it goes from like 2014 all the way to today. He's the healthiest man on the planet. Pretty much. Man. He's, he's healthier than <laughs> freaking Trump, man. Yeah. This guy is healthy, man. There ain't no question about it. He laid it all out, and I mean... You know, he, he's a uh, Fetterman. I still like Trump's doctor, that long-haired dude that wrote yeah. that. Trump, you ain't finding a healthier man on the planet. Right, right. Thanks. That, that might be why Trump endorsed him, man. He's so healthy. You might have seen him at the club, <laughs> at, at the freaking gym, I mean. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, who knows? You never know what's going to happen. Fetterman probably needs Dr. Oz to help him. Yeah, he's going to need something. Um, Not with the Senate race, but just with his own health issues. He got that apple coming out the back of his neck, man. I mean, damn, he ought to get that lanced or something. I'll tell you, that's pretty nasty. Ladies and gentlemen, your weekly jihad report. 34 jihad attacks. 128 people killed. 76 injured. One, Allah Wakbar. And all this occurs in 15 countries. The weekly jihad report atrocity of the week. Iran, the morality police, beat a young woman to death. We spoke about her earlier. Other recent misunderstandings of Islam. On the 20th in Niger, 
11 farmers are killed execution style by Boko Haram. On the 20th in Israel, an 84-year-old Israeli woman is bludgeoned to death by a young Palestinian or Jordanian nomad, whatever you want to call him. On the 18th in Afghanistan, the Taliban murder two women inside their home. On the 17th in Cameroon, two civilians are shot off their motorcycles by Boko Haram. On the 16th in Keith Ellison and uh, Ilhan Omar's Somalia, three tribal elders and a family member are assassinated by al-Shabaab. On the 16th in Iran, a 22-year-old woman dies after being beaten into a coma by morality-slash-sharia police for not wearing an hijab. The religion of peace, ladies and gentlemen, one body at a time. Allahu Akbar, Some things never change. Only the names and the dates and the numbers change. Other things just remain the same. That's the way this thing works. It's time now for our winners and losers. And I will start off the show uh, with my winner of this week. And it's ironic, uh, the naming conventions in my win for this week. My winner is the Brandon High School Athletics Booster Club in Brandon, Mississippi. They are raffling nearly 30 guns during the month of October in a fundraiser for school athletics. Mississippi Today reports that the 30 for 30 raffle will give away a prize each day during the 31 days of October, and 28 of the prizes are firearms. Winners must pick up their prize directly from Vans Sporting Goods, a local outdoor store, and must meet all qualifying criteria. A Facebook post by Brandon High Shows the guns available to win during the raffle include a Sig Sauer P365 9mm, a Smith & Wesson MP9 Shield 9mm, a Beretta APX A1 9mm, and my favorite, a Henry Lever Action 22 Magnum, a Ruger American 22 Magnum rifle, and a Thompson Center 5566 30-06 rifle. Other prizes include cash, and a Pelican Elite 50 quart cooler. See, I'd enter the doggone thing, and I'd end up, I'd win that cooler. I'd be mad as hell. I, I, I'd win that cooler. I, I'd like to, in time for hunting season. <laughs> I like that Henry, man. That Henry, because that's got brass, oh, yeah. brass man, made in and Pittsburgh. Henry, and that Henry's made in the USA. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, I've got my lever action 3030. Uh, that was my first just, gun. I don't still I have it. it. Don't still Mine's have a Marlin, it. but there, uh, there you go. I want. A Henry 22 lever action, just because I like plinking. Um, I got one for my grandson. It. He's never fired it yet. A, a, a Henry Youth 22 lever action. They're good the guns. They're solid. There. Oh, yeah, he's going to shoot there. it. He's yeah. definitely going to shoot it, no question. You don't get rid of them varmints. His know? arms weren't big <laughs> enough to get around it. He's good now, though. But uh, Anyway, moving on, my loser, Senator Ted Cruz, Republican Texas, commended sponsors of the Journalism Competition and Preservation Act, the JCPA, today, as he rescued the derided media bailout bill from the jaws of legislative death. 
Let me commend the authors of this bill for the hard work they put in on an important issue, said Senator Cruz, who went on to praise the legislation as a blow against the corporate power of big tech, even though it will deepen the corrupt relationship between Silicon Valley and the media. The core of the bill, as is now widely known, is to allow media companies to form a legal cartel in the United States for the sole purpose of pressuring tech companies for special favors. At the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on the bill today, Cruz said he worked closely with the lead Democrat sponsor of the bill, Senator Amy Klobuchar. Uh, They even put in here Republican Minnesota. No, she would be a communist Minnesota to get his amendment through. Thanks to Cruz's efforts, the media bailout bill was voted out of committee and may now face a floor vote. Senator Cruz, your political career is over. Somebody must have sent him a memo telling him he was never going to be president of the United States. He certainly never will now. He's toast, in my opinion. Jack, your winners and losers, sir, and any commentary thereof. Yeah, uh, we mentioned both, but uh, my winner, Matt Gates, was broke uh, the... <laughs> Uh, Department of Justice will not bring charges against him for the uh, accusations that he was, uh, you know, engaged in some activity with a 17-year-old girl. Uh, They said that, uh, you know, the prosecutor said they made a decision uh, in part because of credibility questions with two central witnesses. Uh, These people, those people told the Post. Remember, it was the Washington Post who broke the story. Bam! Uh, at the time, uh, Matt Gates had basically said, hey, I'm trying to be, my family's trying to be extorted, blah, blah, blah. Well, that happened to come out to be true. Somebody was arrested um, a couple months ago. Um, and the, Matt Gates commented on the extortion scheme brought up against him. Quote, over the past several weeks, my family and I have been victims of an organized criminal extortion involving a former Department of Justice official seeking $25 million while threatening to smear my name. We have been cooperating with federal authorities. My father has been wearing a wire at FBI's direction to catch these criminals. The planted leak to the New York Times tonight was intended to thwart that investigation. No part of the allegations against me are true, and the people pushing these lies are the targets of the ongoing extortion investigation. I demand the Department of Justice immediately release the tape made at their direction, which implicate their former colleague in crimes against me based on false allegations. So right there, this is just oozes swamp, right? He, he's, he's salivating for the midterms. Oh, my he's God. He's salivating. I, I mean— if we don't have to build new jails after the midterms, then we might as well just forget this game. We might as well just hang the microphones up and, and go home. So he's a winner. He Big stood time. his ground. He didn't cave and protected uh, his dad. Kind of. This is act- activated federal agencies. The, a, a former DOJ official created this, leaked it to the New York Times, who published it, right and. He withstood it, stood right in the face and said, nope, boom. And luckily, I guess there's some good FBI out there because they actually had his dad wear a wire and they caught the person. So 
it must be hell working in an agency where you don't know who's doing what's right and what's wrong. And that's what's going on in the Department of Justice and the FBI. Uh, We don't get to hear much about it because the media and the mainstream media is tied to the most evil part of that whole apparatus. So uh, let's root for the good guys within there. Fight the good fight, folks. Um, My loser, speaking of corrupt uh, swamp, this one's elected. Uh, The turtle I mentioned earlier. (laughs) Cocaine Mitch McConnell. uh, Here's an article out of Must Read Alaska. On behalf of Murkowski, Senator Mitch McConnell launches vicious attack ads on Senate candidate Kelly Shabaka. What a prick. Man, I can't take this anymore. Yeah, and listen, listen to the ad or what's in the ad. Um, Senate Republic, Republican Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's Political Action Committee has put Republican Senate candidate Shibaka in its crosshairs with a vicious radio ad in Alaska that all but Shibaka of committing fraud. Shibaka has in the past said that if, if elected, she will not support McConnell now in his seventh term in office for for majority leader, right? Rick Scott in Florida is positioning for that. Kentucky lawmaker is returning the favor. His ad, which is carefully worded, refers to an audit done when Shabaka was a federal employee that related to the accounting of her hours and the hours of others. Shabaka was never accused of any wrongdoing then, but listeners would not know it from the ad that's running across many radio stations across the state. Kelly was fully exonerated after an investigation and, in fact, was shortly thereafter named acting inspector general for the Federal Trade Commission. She's sharp, man. She's sharp, too, boy. I'll I'll tell you, she is. Yeah, and and, uh, big hand clap. One radio station owner turned down the ad saying it was over the line in terms of decency according to what the owner told Must Read Alaska. The state, the station sacrificed several thousands of dollars by turning down the ad. Um, the Senate Leadership Fund, controlled by McConnell, supports yeah. Murkowski. Unbelievable. Uh, while Unbelievable. Trump Unbelievable. supports Shabaka. So please, Alaska. I mean, you're talking about a state, right, that... She's been in for like 40 years. She, she's not... She inherited the job from her dad. You know what I mean? She's a Democrat in Alaska. She's a communist. When they falsely accused. The DOJ falsely accused the the, the sitting senator. They ruined the the incumbent of that time. Was it Coleman? And then after. No. uh, Coleman was with uh, Al Franken. Or, yeah, Franken. Coleman Coleman was uh, Franken. This guy died. he, He didn't even have a chance to get exonerated. As soon as Murkowski was declared the winner and took it and they were sworn in, the Department of Justice dropped the charges. Yeah, and that he died. The media had blastered. Yeah. Ruined the guy. I mean, it, yep. I think he was a long term senator as well. But, uh, you know, he, was, conser- he was conservative, though. I mean, he wasn't like Murkowski. You yeah. know, but he was uh, a Republican. Yeah. So, see. <laughs> But uh, you know, anyway, I think there was probably some, you know, there's probably some bridges named after him. Sure. Um, 
you know, you got Mirtha in Pennsylvania. I mean, <sighs> that kind of thing. I mean, you would right now you would beg to go back to just that kind of thing, right? But at least they're bringing money to the state or the region to uh, be able to secure. You know what, though, man? It's it, it it's obscene, though. I, I mean, now Mirtha particularly. I mean, <laughs> they built an airport <laughs> on the peak of the Laurel Mountain Range. The area that you cannot drive through when it snows because the drifts are 10 feet high. The area, I mean, there's two flights. This airport has military contractors all around it. And it's a secure airport. You have to go, I mean, some of it's secure and some of it isn't. But it's so remote that there's only two flights every day. And they both only go to Washington. To Dulles, right? <laughs> and they have a control the tower. Ride home, huh? <laughs> the control tower is the same as LaGuardia's. You know, there's four different types of airport: one, two, three, and four. And the highest level one is LaGuardia type, and they got that freaking control tower. This little bohunk, freaking huh? yeah, it's nuts. And it's the John Murtha Airport. You know, and the city's dead. Johnstown, Pennsylvania, is dead. You can buy a house there for a hundred dollars. It's, it's shot because it was a steel company, a steel town, steel and coal. It's a highly sought after job to guard the gate to the Murphy <laughs> yeah. Airport. Hell yeah, you don't, that do, hill. you don't have to do nothing. I had the only reason yeah. I know is because one of my shops that I was in charge of was there, and I had to buy snow fence and everything for this damn place, man. It would snow yeah. and people wouldn't go. They'd go to the diner. They wouldn't even go to work. Is, the, is that like the, the same thing as a silt fence to keep the drifts from yeah. getting? Uh-huh. To where it affects the road. Yeah, travel, it's just right? little little like wire sticks held together with wire. Right. And it goes across so you the want landscape. The drifts, you want the drifts to stay off of the yeah. road. And the runways. Yeah. They got they got the snow blowers that are like ten feet wide and throw the snow like a half a mile. I mean they're freaking huge. Nice. Um let's go to some uh seriousness uh with the propaganda that you're hearing, ladies and gentlemen, it, it it saddens me that you can't trust a whole lot of people when it comes to Russia and Ukraine, and and the the government is really pumping out the the uh, propaganda, and and the the seriousness of it is I don't know if it's the if it's the uh, idiocy of the people in charge or if they know and don't care, but you really have to look at the bear. You have to look at Russia over a thousand years. I mean, Russia is a lot older than we are. Okay. And they're dangerous, ladies and gentlemen. They're not, they're not dangerous all by themselves, but they're dangerous when you start pushing them into a corner. They used to be different, but now they're, uh, I think they would be content to be left alone and left to prosper. I could be wrong about that. I I mean, they're always going to be uh, our adversary at some level, but the anti-Russian propaganda campaign has kicked into high gear. This is by a guy named Larry Johnson. Uh, If Vladimir Putin expected the Western propaganda campaign to slacken in the wake of his speech this week announcing Russia's ready to accept four Ukrainian oblasts, as new republics in Russia, and ordering a partial military mobilization. He's very disappointed today. 
There's been a flood of reports claiming that the Russian stock market is collapsing as the United States stock market collapses and that Russian men of military age are fleeing the country in droves. The reality is that reaction in Russia has been more positive than negative. Are there protests? Yes. There have been a few arrests, but the protests have not been quashed. Western sources are circulating videos on social media of lines of cars trying to get out of Russia and lines of young men at the airports looking for a safe haven overseas. Kind of like the Vietnam War draft dodger pussies of the 60s. Is it true? Well, there are other videos of lines forming outside military recruitment offices in Russia. So let us look at the economic data. Consider the claim that Russia's economy is collapsing. Russia's stock market crashed on Wednesday following President Vladimir Putin's announcement of a partial mobilization to support his campaign in Ukraine. After resisting for months to Western sanctions, the Russian economy is now starting to show signs of a significant decline as decreased energy exports to Europe bring consequentially lower profits. Is that true? Not really. If we follow this logic, then does the 20% decline in the U.S. stock market since November 2021 signal the end of America? Here are the facts about the Russian stock market. The ruble-based MOEX Russia index closed 2.8% higher at 21.90 on Thursday, slightly rebounding after plunging 12.3% in the last two sessions as investors monitored corporate news amid further escalation of the war in Ukraine and fresh threats to the West. This week, President Putin ordered the country's first military mobilization since World War II and emphasized Russia's readiness to use its nuclear weapon arsenal after announcing plans to formally annex four Ukrainian territories through referendums set for this weekend. The annexation is seen by many as a serious means of escalation giving grounds for the Kremlin to consider Ukraine's recent counterattack and aggression on Russian soil with Western weapons. On the corporate front, Gazprom shares surged 8% as its board announced interim dividends of RUB51 per share, I guess that's rubles, for its record-setting profits in the first half of 2022. Banks also booked gains after the central bank announced it extended reserve requirement relief measures. What about the ruble? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If there really was an exodus of Russians fleeing to Western and Asian nations, those people would need foreign currency. Why? Because a Russian ruble won't buy you a cup of coffee in Finland, Sweden, or Germany. That means there should be a major increase in demand for foreign currency, which means the price of the ruble should have plummeted. It did not. The price of the ruble has remained steady since the end of July. There was no precipitous drop of any kind in the ruble today. The Russian ruble was at 60 per U.S. dollar in September, remaining well above levels prior to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, and cementing its rebound from the record low of 150 touched in March, supported by strict capital controls and trade imbalances. Higher prices for energy and commodities since the start of the war lifted export revenues and relative ruble demand amid a collapse in importing activity due to sanctions. On top of that, Monetary authorities mandated hefty fees and negative interest rates on currencies from, quote, unfriendly states. The disparity is reflected in the widest current account surplus on record of U.S. dollar 70.1 billion in Q2 from U.S. dollar 17.3 billion in the corresponding period of the previous year. Strength in the ruble withstood the CBR cutting borrowing costs to below pre-invasion levels amid continuous weekly uh, deflation readings and calls for ruble devaluation by policymakers in the central bank and the state Duma. I think Putin's speech this week may dent his popularity, but opposition political parties are not likely to get a big boost. Putin is appealing to the Russian patriotism, and that still has strong appeal in Russia. Also important to point out, point out that the limited mobilization Putin announced only affects the men and women who serve in Russia's reserves. He's not going to raid the universities and dragoon students into the army. The use of reserve personnel means that the training cycle for reinforcements will be accomplished before the end of the year, if not sooner. Let me conclude by giving you some of the hysterical headlines, correction, headlights, announcing the impending doom of Putin and Russia. Putin was so upset about these developments that he said this in his speech today, marking the 1160th anniversary of Russian statehood. you get that, folks? 1,160-year anniversary of Russian statehood. You read that right, more than 1,000 years. During more than a millennium, our statehood has lived through many eras, including cruel enemy invasions, disunity, and the tragedy of feuds. But each of these difficult periods invariably ended with the revival of the fatherland. The heroic generations of our people overcame difficulties and adversities, withstood the trials. They created and expanded the grandeur of our fatherland and covered their names with glory. Give me strength on this next paragraph. 
We remember and cherish these truly outstanding people. Rurik and Prophetic Olog, Princess Olga, and Sevastislav Igorovich, Prince Vladimir and Yaroslav the Wise, Vladimir Monomok and Alexander Nevsky, Dmitry Donskov and Donskoy, and Sergius of Radonez, Ivan the Third and Ivan the Terrible, Yermak, Min, and Pozharsky, Deshnev and Bering, Peter the Great and Catherine the Great, Lomonosov and Pushkin, Suvorov and Yushakov, Alexander the Second, the Liberator, and Alexander the Third, the Peacemaker, Brusilov and Denikin, Zukov and Rokosovsky, Kurchatov, Korolov, and Gagarin, Smith Jones and Rosenberg. No, these and many other of our compatriots were larger than life, complex and occasionally controversial historical figures. Some of them saw Russia's future differently and were even on the opposite sides of the barricades. You know, when drafting this text, I scribbled in and crossed out names like Nicholas II, Lenin, Stalin. Apparently, not enough time has passed since then from an historical point of view for us to give comprehensive and objective assessments that are free from the pressure of ongoing political developments. I, was, I thought you were in a man down, man down moment. <laughs> He's like, let's help him. Come on. Woo. Good job. Good Thank job. You. However, <laughs> however, all of them, including statesmen, workers, warriors, pioneers, scholars, aesthetics, and saints, and most importantly, all our people made Russia a great global power and determined its future. Being part of a diverse Russian civilization means happiness, but let me repeat, it also means responsibility and duty. Our civilization is distinct. It has its own path, and there is not a bit of arrogance or feeling of superiority in this. This civilization of ours, this is what is important to us. And we will fight for our fatherland, our homeland, of which there is only one for our independence and sovereignty, for our culture and traditions, we will uphold and defend this in the name of our ancestors and our descendants. For the sake of Russia, it's great history and great future. The Russians have seen a few more ups and downs than most countries except for China. But this does not sound like a frightened leader who believes his back is to the wall and Russia is facing a new defeat. Um, I guess those words come from, you know, uh, Putin's uh, speech from earlier the week, but you know, that the, the, what always worries me in this is you have the full a hundred percent effort of the mainstream media, whether it's the website and all the uh, failed uh, newspapers that used to, be in print where you had to buy it. Now it's online flooding everybody's minds. And then all of the over-the-air and cable TV uh, media coming at it from one angle, right? The State Department, the deep state's angle, whatever. And and you know the sad part, Jack? It's the Daily Caller. It's some Breitbart articles. It's not just the mainstream media. 
Right. They have yeah. got these other people buffaloed too. These lazy people, they can't even spell words properly, and and, and they're putting out garbage. And and, and I, I want to make sure that nobody gets the feeling that we're over here waving the the the, the, the hammer and sickle. We're not doing that. This is a disservice. This is something that should not be happening. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the bad guy. I hate to say that. It hurts. I did 35 years in the United States Army. It hurts. The Soviet Union was my enemy. Big time. I watched uh, in prep for the show, there's a, a Poland news aggregate that's online, and the guy speaks terrible English, but he, his presentation is in English. So to me, that's directed toward a Western audience. Right. Right. Otherwise he'd be speaking in Polish to the, to his own people. Right. We're, we're one of the only yeah. countries that only has one language folks. Everybody else speaks more than one, but go He's ahead. Speaking in English and the showing, you know, some of the, the weapons that Ukraine is using that we deliver the high Mars. I mean, yep. you might know that I, that's past when I was in, but it's uh advanced rocket launch system, both of them, the small one and the large one, showed them in action, shove, <laughs> sending the missiles towards Russia. Um, they had a clip of General Milley talking about what's going on on the battlefield in Ukraine uh, against the Russians. And I'm like, I'm in the United States, and I haven't even seen this clip. When have you heard of Milley coming out there talking about the weapon systems being used in Ukraine. It's sickening, man. It, in it, a uniform at the freaking de- defense department. When did I'm you like, ever, when did you ever, other than, other than Arnold Schwarzkopf, not Arnold Schwarzkopf, General Schwarzkopf. The Arnold Schwarzkopf. <laughs> <laughs> that was messed up. <laughs> but, but when did you ever see a general as fat as Millie or Austin? It's sickening, man. It's absolutely Austin sickening. Austin is a disgrace. He wears both. freaking, uh, the, the freaking plexiglass shield and no, triple mask. Millie runs around. around. Millie runs around in a uniform nobody else has. But he's has, like, has he's like Herman Goring. Talking about the high Mars. And no, how I didn't. It's doing I'll, I'll to, I'm going to research that after the show. Oh my gosh! I was like, what the hell? And but just understand, what understand what, what when Putin assesses casualties and his KGB. Believe me, they're there. They're part of the military. When the KGB or whatever other investigative unit of the Russian army starts evaluating the shrapnel of the HIMARS and it shows the lot number and that they were built in this city, in this state, we're in this war, folks. We're in a, what, 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 what's the difference between that and if we were in Iraq, you heard my fire about Iran earlier. What if those would have been Russian artillery pieces that were made into IEDs? This is a big deal. And these communists are doing this on purpose. This is, this is sick. And any Republican that gets on this train, you got to call them out for it. This is not our fight. I mean, it might be too late now. I don't know. It's, a, it's ampli- amplifying a situation that was created by yes. the West in the first That's place. Right. You're damn right. And it wasn't totally the U.S., but yeah. it was the U.S. and co- cohorts with the uh, uh, European Union because they ousted the legally elected government of Ukraine, I think it was back in 20. 20- 
14. Indeed. And then installed Poroshenko, I believe. This was during Obama mm-hmm. uh, presidents. That it was a color revolution, right? Boom. They tried it in Russia. Putin kicked it. It's Klaus Schwab. It's Klaus Schwab. It's all been Klaus yeah, Schwab. All and Soros. That. It's all that. They sure. did that in Ukraine because they wanted Ukraine, the, that government that was elected was not uh, looking to join the European Union, not looking to become members of NATO. They were happy with their being where they were at and having a relationship with Russia at the time. What you have now, Putin expanding Russia's uh, claiming those four regions, those four regions on the uh, border they're Russian speaking provinces they've been the Ukrainian army's been fighting against that area they're in their own country the not Nazis, against Russians. the Nazis well yeah, the Nazis of the Azov battalion right. they're the ones that are taking the Russian people the Russian speaking people that live in those provinces and they've been killing them for years yep and 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 Putin said enough of this these are Russians and he now now it's really Russia And and Mike Pompeo comes out and calls Vladimir Zelensky the new George Washington. Mike, Mike, go back to your office. Go go home. Go home, Mike. You're over. Your political career's over. Go home. I think Ukraine just celebrated their... their, You talked about Russia celebrating, what, a thousand some years? 1160. Ukraine, I think it was in 30 some years, I think. They... Uh, had independence in the 90s, right? After the the Berlin Wall fell and the collapse of the Soviet Union, Ukraine became. But prior to that, Ukraine, for the most part, it's always been part of Russia. It was a country, but Ukraine was the home of the Soviet Union, the USSR's Navy. Between the Ukraine, and, and the first thing you saw what they did was they took Crimea. You know, but that was all, that's where the Navy came from. Ukraine was a region of Russia. Of the Soviet Union. It wasn't before that. After World War I. Because Stalin, Stalin took Ukraine and murdered 7 million of them by starvation. Remember all of the pressure points created after World War I. Where the victors created, you look at all of the 20th century conflicts and what the hell we've been dealing with. It was all created after right? World That's War true. I, where a Sykes-Pico, Sykes-Pico. Yep. Uh, evil, uh, the evil, that's global uh, um, evil to me, because that's not only affected uh, families and generations in the West, it affected the families in the regions where the battles are now still being fought, you know, I mean, they they always talk about they want peace and we want to live in harmony and they're always creating evil and uh, pressure points. So I guess people, corporations, uh, the military industrial complex, whoever can capitalize on on the uh, the suffering of those who don't have as much power as they do. Yeah, and, and I mean a lot of it. Um... Well, I don't want to go down that road. I was gonna, I was gonna use the racism term, but I mean, I think it was a little different uh, back in the day uh, before we were enlightened as much as we are today. Uh, but I did hear that I, I loved how Don LeBron was put in his place. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? 
That was that was so good. I, I'll tell you, I don't know if I still have that, but that was the best clip uh, that I had heard about that subject uh, pretty much ever. I mean, and, and, and ladies and gentlemen, I have it. So let's good. listen. Let's listen to Don Lamont, the dumbest bastard to ever get behind a mic. Well, this is coming when, you know, this, all of this wealth and you hear about it comes as England is facing rising costs of living, a living crisis, austerity budget cuts, and so on. And then you have those who are asking uh, for reparations for colonialism, and they're wondering, you know, $100 billion, $24 billion here and there, $500 million there. Some people want to be paid back, and, uh, and members of the public are wondering, why are we suffering when you are... You know, you have all of this vast wealth. Those are legitimate concerns. Well, I think you're right about reparations in terms of if people want it, though, what they need to do is you always need to go back to the beginning of a supply chain. Where was the beginning of the supply chain? That was in Africa. And when across the entire world, when slavery was taking place, which was the first nation in the world that abolished uh, slavery? The first nation in the world to abolish it. It was started by William Wilberforce, was the British. In, In Great Britain, they abolished slavery. 2,000 naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery. Why? Because the African kings were rounding up their own people. They had them on cages waiting in the beaches. No one was running into Africa to get them. And I think you're totally right. If reparations need to be paid, we need to go right back to the beginning of that supply chain and say who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffed in cages. Absolutely. That's where... They should start. And maybe, I don't know, the descendants of those families where they died at the, in the high seas <laughs> trying to stop the slavery, that those families should receive something too, I think, at the same time. Uh, like, it's an interesting uh, discussion. Uh, Thank oh, you let's very go much. To break. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. We'll continue to, to discuss. We'll continue. We'll have you on later on in the week. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> you'll have, him on, you'll oh, have him on just like I'm going to have this freaking Clive and Bundy on again. You know, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Man, yeah, that was that was wonderful, man. I I got that clip and I was excited, man. I was like, I never heard it put. To, well, I never heard it put to somebody from England anyway, you know. And I I didn't really know that, but you know, that's the point. That's the point. They were rounded up and put in cages anyway. That enough of that. It, but it was the truth. It's, yeah. But it was yeah. matter of factly. It wasn't like um, I get accused of being a white guy quite often. <laughs> accused. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because I'm 50% Okinawan, right? Right, right. Uh, but when you when you hear that about reparations and all that, it, it like almost it instant. I can't, you know, respond to it without being heated, right? Right. Um, so I'm Irish, you brother. Get too much emotion in responding. Like, no, hell no, they were freaking delivering them to the shore, put them on the boat, and collecting money or whatever. And before they even sailed over here, and whoever made it here, then they were sold. You know that's bad news. Yeah, what you do you think? The, you think you think the white guy? You think Thomas Jefferson and Ben Franklin were trampling through the freaking African jungle, but <laughs> policing these people up? Man, are you kidding me? It was a business. Of course it was. But but the um, the lady was very smooth, not uh, confrontational, just. Laid the facts out quite smoothly, and Don Lamont said, "I think uh, we'll end it there. Let's go to break." Four one two two zero six six two zero eight. If you would like to contact the show and let us know what's on your mind, uh, Tom Homan, you'll remember him, former acting director 
of the United States Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, said today that he and many other patriots are ready and willing to serve in the United States Department of Homeland Security to secure the southern border if former President Donald Trump runs in and wins the 2024 presidential election. And I think that's uh, accurate, man. I think there's a lot of people that are ready to go to work. Matt Gates is one of them. Uh, I mean, because we we all know what needs to happen. And, and incidentally, a lot of the Democrats know what needs to happen as well, Jack. I feel that. Well, we I have, mean, these are the people that are who who lives who lives in the shitholes, man. It's the Democrats. You know, they're you they're got, the ones uh, suffering. Lake, you got Carrie Lake in Arizona, who's basically said. <laughs> She wins as day after the day she takes office, takes the oath. She's calling National Guard up, saying, yeah. "Boom, get down there to the border." You got Greg um, Abbott declaring an invasion of his border, which is there's a requirement for the federal government to respond, and if they don't, I would say Greg Abbott mobilize a militia, make a nationwide call. For people to come to Texas, he can mobilize his National Guard. But if you need more than a National Guard, my point is what Holman's saying is there are people waiting to do their duty, not just in Texas, in Connecticut. There's people that want to fix this that don't live on the border. This is a national security situation in the real sense. Not you got to look at you got to look at immigration for what it is. This form of immigration, what's happening to us right now, and it was illustrated on Martha's Vineyard, this is an act of war. This is people in the American government that want to see America fall. It's the only, it's the only explanation. You know, to, to put 2 million people in one year that may or may not have experienced running water in their lives is a death knell to America, to our culture, at the very least to our culture. And you you hear some on the left, I mean, as ridiculous as it sounds, saying that the evil corporations are encouraging this because they want cheap labor, right, and to lower the cost of their labor. So you overwhelm, saturate uh, the United States with willing workers that come from nations that may make $3 a day, and you want to uh, hire them here. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's that's, just, that, it's that's just, not the left. Yeah. That's not the left. That's the Republicans that want that. No, you know, I'm that's, saying, that's why the left. That, that's why the yeah the left is accusing the right. right of being the reason why this happened. Yeah, in the meantime, they're doing nothing to secure it. What so, did I see? What, I, what did I see that, that they said that uh, the Koch brothers? Oh no, they blamed it on DeSantis. I, I forget who it was. Was it AOC? It wasn't AOC. It was somebody else. But they blamed the immigration situation on DeSantis because he didn't do anything when he was a representative. It's like, come on, get off the crack, man. Get off the crack. (laughs) Let's welcome Marlene from Eugene, Oregon. Hi, Marlene. Hello, Hutch. Hello, Jack. Hello, Marlene. I was hoping hoping we'd get uh, the guest on because 
you know, the events of the Bundys and, and the situation actually was in your right. uh in It your was. State. It was in Eastern. Yeah, it was Eastern Oregon. Northeastern yep. Oregon. I'd have to look at a map, but it was, I remember it being Eastern Oregon. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully, crazy. Uh, I, I will touch into the subject. Hopefully it was just a, a miscommunication. We can get them on for something because yeah. it'd be very interesting yeah. to try to it tie be, yeah. the events then to what's right. going on now. Exactly. So what's up? What's going on there? Well, let's see. Let's see. Uh, saw something in the American Thinker. I've got the link posted if somebody wants to read the whole thing. But basically what they're saying is that uh, New Orleans has claimed, reclaimed the title of America's deadliest, deadliest city. I guess their murder rate's up by 141%. Wow. New Orleans? Yeah. Yes. New or- yeah, like leaving it. Yes, New Orleans. Really? Marty yeah, all that. Yes, and they were they were they were trying to compare it. You know, the last two years they were comparing it to the national average, which is about right around seven percent, and that's about fifty-two people per hundred thousand people. That's the national average. And then they were also saying of comparing it with uh, Venezuela, which is one of the most dangerous countries in the world. Not the only one, but one of them. And I guess theirs is 50 per 100,000 people. And it's violence against innocent citizens. And they're doing this crap in broad daylight. They're not, it's not always the middle of the night or three in the morning anymore. Well, we see, you know, I mean, we're so overwhelmed with instant uh, news from everywhere. You know, it used to be, You'd read a newspaper, you might say, wow, there's some crazy crap going on in this other state or this city. But you'd read about it and it'd be like three days old. This is all right. instantaneous. And a lot of times yeah. it's covered by video. So you see it too, right? Um, mm-hmm. We we went through that period with the flash mobs, right? Everyone with their phone, boom, yeah. we're going to hit this 7-Eleven. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, oh, yeah. there's a massive crime wave that spread across the country because people were seeing it on YouTube or uh, Facebook or whatever. And they're like, wait, I can go in there and get me a handful of uh, three musketeers and get away with it. Let's go flash mob. Boom. And yeah. it started spreading. Same thing with what was that knockout punch? Like, yeah. That evil. The, this, they were, what what know, she's history. talking about too. And it's, uh, I was going to use this as a, as a, uh, one of the, one of the articles today, but, I read the same article, and, and, and I wanted to cover okay. the international situation with Iran and Russia, so it kind of got pushed to the side. Uh, but the, the what the author did uh, was basically call it, it's one of the first articles that was truthful, as it um, specifically identified young black Americans as the ones yes, committing these offenses. Right. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and what they have been uh, subjected to by this communist administration. And when you think about it, from politicians to beloved athletes like uh, different basketball, LeBron James and rappers and Hollywood people Mm -hmm. and everybody telling these people, these young black Americans, men, or I should say boys and girls, and men and women. It's not just men and women. It's boys and girls as well. 
You know, now obviously you have the fatherless situation in 70% of homes. I would say it's more than that. But we had that 30 years ago too. The difference has been this rhetoric. The difference has been the Joe Biden administration calling out white supremacy, the FBI calling out white supremacy. If you're just a young black kid who's already crippled by the ridiculous educational morass that they're subject to, uh, and and you, all you hear is everything that's wrong in your life and in your community is because of whitey, because of white supremacy, and because of MAGA. Uh, now you have this, and then you couple that with the Soros DAs, and this is what you get. And and, and like you said, Marlene, uh, I had to step out. I think you said um, this is happening in Salt Lake City. It's not just happening in New York City. It's happening all I over the country. I didn't get into that much detail, but it is happening all over. I mean, hell, it's even happening up in Portland. It never really, it's, it's not the, you know, the, the riots, but there, you know, people are unseeing stuff, you know, up in Portland. People are getting shot. They're getting murdered, you know, on the freeways or on the highway or wherever it is. And these it's people, like, they, they, they're reacting to what they're being mm-hmm. bombarded with. They're being bombarded with whiteies trying to hunt you down and kill you. Cops are trying to hunt you down and kill you. Shame on anybody pushing that rhetoric. I agree. You know, and, and it, it's it, not the case. I, I'm, I'm looking at not now. I'm telling you, if you do this to me and I'm able, I'm going to blow your head off. But I know you would. that being said, these people are victims too. And I'm not being a, mm-hmm. a bleeding heart liberal. I'm saying they are no, a oh, product. No. They're a product of somebody who sat there and thought about this and mm-hmm. decided to go out there and try to brainwash these people. And it's working. Yes. And it's going it to hurt is. them. It's yeah, going to hurt them. Because one day, mm-hmm. one day, people are going to say, all right, man, I had enough of this. Let's go. Time to go outside. Yeah. You know, that's exactly. what's going to happen. And, and mm-hmm. I got an announcement, ladies and gentlemen. I just went over my uh, material, and <laughs> Jack, the interview with the Clive Bundy dude is for 30 September, man. So I'm sure he was looking <laughs> at my phone going, and I was, oops. I don't know why I did that. I mean, but, I mean, I looked back, and it was like, oops. <laughs> yeah, well, hey. You said I wonder if he'll answer me on the 30th. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But to, but to touch on the New Orleans and, and what I was talking yeah, about, sorry is, about that. as just... far as, uh, uh, you know, the, the media, remember the whole outcry, you know, BLM and the protests, they took over, I think, Seattle and maybe Portland. Yes, you know, um, um, Jack, they, was Seattle first, but uh, Portland, they did. I don't, I don't remember that they really did a Chaz or whatever the hell they call that no. there in Seattle. I remember they, they had but the there mayor. There's still a lot right? of violence and a lot of de- uh, destroying of, of uh, public property. Right, and the mayor so came the, in and trying to talk and yeah, be cool the with them, and they oh, chased yeah, him away. And he is a, right, yes. But during that time, when they started to defund the police and all that whole aspect, there was, you know, you had cops, which was a TV show that had been going on for years, right, showing how the, mm-hmm. the police are interacting with that. But that was a tape show. You had 
a show called Live PD, which was very popular at the time. And it was on during the weekends, Friday, Saturday night, I think. And it showed mm-hmm. interactions and what the police were dealing with. Well, they canned that show. And I was always like, why would you do that? Because that showed that there was the whole time I watched that show, there was none, nothing there that you could say police uh, brutality, police, whatever. It was highlighting idiotic criminals or people that got carried away with their partying. And uh, Mm -hmm. the police were there to keep them off the streets from possibly hurting somebody. Um, so I never understood why they caved, right? To me, that would be the, the fight back, you know, Hey, no, we, here we are. We have police departments across the country, usually like five every week that are there with cameras on for you to see live when their calls come in, where they're going, what they're doing, who they're interacting with. So, you know, the, the whole defund the police thing, that would be something, Hey, look at this. Look at these people. Look at who they got to deal with on a nightly basis on Friday and Saturday right. night. You know, and you might think twice about uh, maybe you need these folks out there protecting you from these people. What, what did I, I mean, see? I, I guess cops is coming back now, too. Cops is coming back. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard nothing about. They had it. They had it on. Uh, they had it on Fox Nation. But who cares about Fox Nation? You know, I, right. I let that lapse. But. Anyway, what else is on your mind, Marley? Yeah. Yeah, just a couple of quickies about the whole DeSantis thing. I agree with you, Hutch. I think DeSantis is is very, uh, has hurt. He's hurt himself. And my my little mental red flags and red lights went off. As soon as I saw the uh, Carl Rove being a part of this, I cannot. It's like you. I can't stand that guy. He's now, a, now let me let me let, let me just uh, say that I, I didn't I, I didn't see any evidence of Carl Rove other than the fact that it's Carl Rovian. Right. The way this is going right. on. Right. So just but what just, I'm, I'm concerned, like you, is that he might. I hope. I agree with you. I hope and pray that DeSantis does not get cut up with that. He guy. better not. He, does, he better not. He, it'll no end. kidding. He better not. I mean, he'll be down no in Florida, Florida the rest of his life yeah, if he does the that. Day after the November elections is over, boom! Focus yeah. that radar. Back That's up, right. Right. And right now, do not yeah. do not yeah. fall for them. They want you to do this right now. The, there's one yeah, thing. That, there's one thing that you can't. Him. There's one there's thing right. that you can't forget. Two hundred million dollars. I know. I know. Just, it's, it's that simple. Governor's race. If it's donated to a governor's race that he's already going to win. Governor's race that he's already mm-hmm. going to win. Going away. We already see the attacks, right? Yep. We see attacks. Who is the number one person that the media might attack or the the media money might target? Is DeSantis in Florida? I'm sure he's going to win because. Floridians love him. Sure. He's done nothing but the yeah. best Shit, for him. that state. So yeah. that's what I mean, I'm saying. Governor, right now. I have no issues. I'm just concerned about these people that are yeah. coming in and trying to take over. Or- take notes yeah. on that and then right. hold your water yeah. until after the midterm. That's all I'm saying. Right. That's a good one. That's a good, okay. that's a good point. That's a good point. There's Donald Trump yeah. and there's the rest of the prostitutes. That's the way right. it is. Exactly. And yeah, I know I'm not a fan of Carl Rove, nor am I a fan of Ted Cruz. I cannot stand that. I can't believe work. he did that. I can't believe he did. I I just don't. I don't understand how these people think, man. I, I, I just Ted. I don't either. Sometimes 
That that's just he wrecked himself. I mean, he was already wrecked with me when he called me a terrorist. Because I'd have been, oh, yeah. I was of the same mindset of the people that were in January 6th. I wasn't there, mm-hmm. but I was of the same, I, I was there in spirit. And for him to we call were, them a lot terrorists. Of us were there in spirit. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. You, didn't, you didn't even have to be there. We saw the Tucker right. Carlson deal where they went to Alaska and freaking <laughs> reached out. I, know, I said, saw that. This is you. Yeah. And she's like, that's not me. You know, a picture. And now there's evidence. There's evidence that they did all this, and it still doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 Okay, wrap it up, Molly. Yeah, FBI okay, and DOJ. Uh, anyway, uh, you were talking about Lily Tomlin. I actually saw her. <laughs> I think it was the late 70s. I might have been in high school. Uh, my uh, my parents and some friends of the family, I went with them to see her at the Holt Center here in town, and she was a riot. I mean, she's hilarious. Um, I was getting oh, ready to say. I was getting ready to say Saturday Night Live shit. She was on Rowan and Martin. She was. I remember that. <laughs> she was on laughing. Yes, she was. She was. God, a lot, lady she was, was a, funny. She, yeah, she was good. Oh, very funny. I mean, just seeing her doing that Tabitha with this hum- humongous chair. This is hilarious. All right, Marlene. Well, thanks for calling. I hope you have a okay. great weekend. You're welcome. You too. Bye-bye. All right. See you. Let's go to Anaheim, California, and welcome. It's either Robert or Marie. Who's on the line? It's Marie. All right. How are you doing tonight? Hi. Well, how are you guys? Doing good. Good, good. Okay. So um, there's a lot of things going on, but have you guys seen uh, that footage of that um, teacher, the shop teacher that is dressed like a woman? And uh, with breasts and everything. You mean like you the, the, the 75s breasts, the, the ones that come out? Yes, like double Z's or something. That That is just so perverted. I and know, that's I, sickening. You know, it, it's just insane at how they're allowing that in the school with the children. It's just very disturbing, and it's happening more and more. That's what we were saying at the beginning of the show, you know, about the, especially with this uh, um, trans testicle thing, you know, with, with the, the, the oh, mutilation yeah. of kids. It's like, where did this come yeah. from? How, how is it all of a sudden, I this know. is like everybody's talking about this. Where did this come from? Yeah, that, that's really that's really what's on the limelight, it seems like, nowadays. It's the whole transgenderism you know and they're really pushing it on the children and i've also seen an article about uh how Dwayne wade you know from the miami heat has a son that is now turned into a transgender girl oh god and it's and it is all over It, it is all over the and he's very supportive of it and of course his uh hollywood elite wife as well so they ought to be put in prison yeah, no. The, the kid has the kid has no chance at all, and he's like no. twelve. Do you know that forty five percent? And it's probably going to get worse now, because before, when I say before, it's like last year or, or two, three years mm-hmm. ago. This was totally mm-hmm. on the fringe, but after oh, yeah. co- after COVID, these kids were subject yeah. to internet influencers for a yes. freaking year yes. and a half. They were up in their yeah. rooms, and we were leaving them up there. You know, we yeah. weren't. We, we we fell asleep at the wheel, folks. 
and we let yeah, this happen, and they got people talking to them every day, talking them into this madness, mm-hmm. 45% of these people kill themselves. Yeah. 45, yeah. that's yeah. almost yeah. half. That's almost yeah, half. In fact, yeah, it's been, there, were, there were instances as well where kids were actually killing themselves online. Yeah. Live on Facebook and, you know, for everybody uh, to see. Let me ask everybody a question. Have you ever seen a happy trans testicle? No. Because there aren't any. No, there there aren't aren't any. any. And now, I mean, you know, they're they're giving our children, uh, you know, the ability to choose at age, what, four, five? uh, If you don't feel like you're a a girl, then you're a boy. And then they go from there. They're stealing the children's youth. Innocence. Yeah. They are brainwashing them. Into yeah, creating what they think, want because that teacher that you uh, initially talked about uh-huh. Uh-huh. was complaints to the school system. The school system said he's fine. There's nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing yeah. wrong. With what he's doing, and I'm like, yeah. you. That just proves the agenda that's the agenda being of, of forced the, upon the, the kids. Yeah. Let, right? let me let's oh, yeah. break let's break down. Or and I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself out here. Right. Mm-hmm. Just think back. I'm going to relate my own experience, but think back when you were 13. 13 is basically when my life changed. 13 was Mm -hmm. when I went from a nice kid to a gangster, right? I'm I'm just saying, you know, think about when you were, think about when you were in school, like eighth, ninth grade, and you start Mm -hmm. going to parties with the opposite sex Mm -hmm. and you start playing spin the bottle and stuff, you know, innocent stuff. But remember, remember how, like conflicted you were like, yes, like not, not, not maybe not conflicted, but just how many different things were going through your mind. Yeah. You know, like you know, what, uh, what you want. Yeah. What, what happens if friends, I kiss this girl or what, what if this one sees yeah. me do this or, or whatever. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, you weren't even, you weren't even talking sex at the time. It was just, no, no. just trying to be a kid and, and your nostrils were open. You know, you, you're doing <laughs> what you're supposed to do. You know, your your natural, natural feelings are happening. And then you add this stuff to that, but you don't do it at 13. You do it at nine. These kids have got to be jacked up in their minds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, a lot of these kids are, as as I would call them, COVID kids. Yeah. I mean, that's what they are. That's we, the didn't, we didn't have the capacity to make the right decision when we were 13, and we're putting this no. on them when they're eight. Yeah. This is satanic, even younger nowadays. Man. Satanic. No, even, even, even younger now. Yeah. And then um, I've, I've also read an article that in New Jersey, uh, the public school system, they are imposing um, to teach the kids in middle school about anal sex. Uh. And I about I, I, I just read about it like this evening. Yeah, I just I just read about it this evening, and you know their fear of defunding. It's sickening, uh, unless uh, yeah, unless sex education in that realm is is introduced. Now let me ask you and a question, Marie. Do you think do you yeah. think that this what's going on now is indicative of a dying regime? In other words, I think that they have to know. That their time is up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So they're just they're just stirring up the pot in whatever every which way that they can think about. You know, just to 
get the focus uh, elsewhere, you know, or yeah. I mean, and like Jack said, what, like Jack said, trying to put every leftist thing they can on the table fight. right oh, now yeah. because they know right now. I listen to uh-huh. Stephen Bannon. I listen to Steve Bannon, and he's quite quite optimistic about what's going to happen uh-huh. uh, uh-huh. on the election, yeah. and I am too. And, yeah. and I know that they have the capability of, of throwing things here and there, but well, sure. I, I think still. Ahead, think John. about what we've uh, talked about. Don't just completely focus on national elections. Look exactly. at the thing and look at ver- what oh. happened in Virginia, where they yeah. the, the Loudoun County uh, residents went after that school board, and mm-hmm. from that it spread across the country that they're mm-hmm. teaching the CRT. And next thing you know, yeah. you have parents with textbooks with explicit sexual activities and yes. discussion and they're up there in the school board's face mm-hmm. next thing you know they unleashed the department of justice attacking the uh-huh. parents exactly daring right. to yeah, challenge it's, it's, that's a dying regime yes, that's a dying regime it is a dying regime because that 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 i absolutely agree and then um what well, you know what uh it's just really funny how the supposedly the the most powerful leader in the world and he was so lost at that summit or that whole international did you see that speech where he didn't even know where to go right. was that in the- it's it's sad. yeah it's sad, man. i mean every day every day he opens his mouth and it's just getting worse and worse i mean i feel bad because you know he's he's not he's demented i mean we all know this he's not mentally capable shouldn't shouldn't be and we're like the laughing stock of the world, unfortunately. You that's know, that's true. That's true. You know, and, and, South and Korean so- president, he <laughs> yeah. was throwing the South Korean president was throwing. Yeah, sheep, sheep, sick. Yeah, yeah. I know that was yeah. something else too, boy. I, you know, I, I think that there's a special place in hell. I've said this before for Jill Biden, mm-hmm. man. That woman there. <laughs> I, I, I look at that. It's like, how could you do this to your husband, man? Yeah, the guy oh, gave yeah. you everything that you have. This guy gave you, yeah, and you do this to him. You, you put you him out. Him. You, you force him to work when he should be down at the beach, man. Oh yeah, he should be down at the beach eating ice cream and riding yep. a bike or something and sniffing you know? little girl's hair. Yep, that's true. He can't, he can't, he can't even. I mean, can't even ride a bike without falling. You know, <laughs> it's unfortunate, but it's you know something that we have to live with. Day in and day out. I mean, I'm going to test my helmet out. Look out. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. The, Damn, you that was almost as tough as corn pop, boy. That was- <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, when that, I mean, that was just unreal, you know what I mean? There's memes everywhere of everything, and these are the real things. I mean, these are the actual things that are happening to this man. Unfortunately. <laughs> you know? Oh, I do. It's just that it's such. Uh, yeah, what can I say? I mean, it, I mean, right now I was telling Rob that you know I'm like just living life the fullest on a daily. Good, you know, good. I have nothing to really kind of like. You know, like it, it's just until until there's a change. Until hopefully midterms is gonna kind of like um, dictate how it's gonna turn out in 2024. I mean, we, hopefully, we really, hopefully people people look into precinctstrategy.com. And uh-huh. you know, I, I'm a little bit lazy. I I, I consider uh, my part in this uh, as Cold War Radio and the Wayne Dupree show. Uh-huh. That's the that's pretty uh-huh. much what I do. 
as far as mm-hmm. this. But for those of you that need, or not need, but for those of you that want to help, I mean, mm-hmm. precinctstrategy.com is basically Precinct what, what it is basically what, what Jack's saying. Uh, it, mm-hmm. It's the, the effectiveness is at the local level. That's yeah, where we have, have to, to start fix this. Yeah. Because yeah. you got a whole one, bunch one, of you got a whole bunch of grifters at the local mm-hmm. level because nobody else comes to the meetings. So all right. of a sudden, right. you know, they're they're calling themselves Republicans and they want illegal aliens to work at their companies. You know what I mean? We have to take <laughs> we have to take that over. Yeah. We we gotta take that yeah. local thing over so we can make sure yeah. the right candidates get, get in. So get we in. take the state uh-huh. over. And then we can worry about uh-huh. the federal government. The federal government needs to be the last right. thing. That's why I don't right. give that well, much yeah. of a I don't care that much about Oz. I care about Doug uh-huh. Mastriano. I want Doug Mastriano yes. to be my governor. I want to clean uh-huh. this state up and then we can worry about uh the, right. the, the, the federal side of it. But the federal side of it. Like uh, yeah, we have to take We it need to get in the count room, folks. We we need to get in the count room. They're skimming mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. skimming in the count room. That's where we need to be. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. like it's like a casino. Uh, that's where we got to be. We got to count right. the and Here in, Cal- in California, you know, there's a new thing now that uh, there's supposedly it's to benefit the workers, but it's just more money that they're trying to take out of the working class. They have this program now, the state of California called Cal Savers, which is an imposed, supposedly uh, kind of a 401k retirement plan for all working Californians. So now it's not even a matter of choice for the employers whether or not they want to provide that benefit. Now the state is imposing it now. You where know, you have no choice. I, w- I went back. <laughs> I wanted to see this article that I saw earlier about California basically wanting to create a new state of new California. And mm-hmm. as I'm cruising through this website, California mm-hmm. bans the sale of natural gas heaters by 2030. Mm. In, in eight years, you're not going to be able to heat your home with natural mm. gas in California. I, I, okay. I, I mean, seriously, yeah, man. Yeah, we're we're going to send almost, what, 75% of our liquid uh-huh. natural gas to the European Union uh, mm-hmm. to buffer their loss when Russia <laughs> said, uh-huh. we ain't giving you any more. But I have a question for the Californians. There, were, mm-hmm. I think it came up um, a couple of shows ago about a referendum that was put out. It was on same-sex mm-hmm. marriage. I think it was Prop Eight in okay. California. And I think it was nine, wasn't it? I thought it was Prop. Anyway, and it doesn't matter. Go. Ahead. But, but I think it passed, right? Mm-hmm. But somehow mm-hmm. it ended up in like some kind of a Brexit scenario. If you remember. Uh, in in England, they were voting mm-hmm. for Brexit, right, to break free yeah. of the European yeah. so Union. They, they, Mike, yeah, so they, it might they be going on 10 years ago, but yeah. Uh-huh. So they did it, and everyone's cheering, yeah, we did it. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. the court Still, turned it over. Right, was, <laughs> yeah. They were like, you know, Brexit light, and they were talking about, no, well, maybe we'll do, but in California, they did the same similar thing happen. So you have the uh, the government, the California government, saying we're just going to put this out there and let the people, the citizens of California, uh-huh. vote, and we're going to go uh-huh. by what the Californians say. The mm-hmm. Californians voted, and the government of California said, 
that's not the answer we were looking for. You, you were so, looking for, so no. We'll, we'll play this and kind of work it and reword and do something right. or whatever. Yeah, they sent it, it to the court. Right? Yeah, that's uh, that's very accurate. I mean, this is just a, a, an F up state. Like, in <laughs> yeah, they, every sued, day. Right. they sued it and put it to the court, and the court said, no. Yeah, right. And now, and now they got the new California movement that they're using the West Virginia strategy uh-huh. that West Virginia used to break away from Virginia because from Virginia. they didn't want to uh-huh. be part of the Confederacy. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. In the, I mean, it's in the Constitution; know, they can do it. Yeah, living in the state is just really has become an impossibility. I mean, I, the prices are outrageous. The gas, they lower it for a couple of cents, and then a, a, week, a week later, it's up five cents. So, <laughs> right. You know, it, it's ridiculous. It's gotten so ridiculous. I, I, I mean, if we have a choice, I would really like want to get out of the state. I don't blame it's you. It's bad. I don't blame you. Somehow, <laughs> really? somehow, like like a northern aspect of California, because I remember seeing the, the there's supposed to be like the state of Jefferson coming uh-huh. out of California and two others. But mm-hmm. if you're serious about this, you need to hook on to uh, um, Idaho, right? Reach oh, out that's, there. That's where, yeah, that's where you got to stay away now. from Oregon, and, and you got to stay oh, yeah. away from Nevada. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ro- Robert's um, brother actually, who's a chiropractor, lived in Oregon, but had to move to Idaho because they mandated him to. Yes, yeah, he can't well, practice chiro- uh, chiropractic uh, medicine because he's not. Yeah, it's unvaccinated. I'll tell you what, There's you look at it, you look actually, in the chat room. I put a link in the chat room. And if you look at the if you look at the map of California, uh-huh. there is a tiny portion of this giant state that's controlling everything. Uh-huh. I mean the, 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 the state of New California has a shot, man. Uh-huh. And the and same thing with Oregon. dead serious. There, there's efforts mm. in Oregon, the the eastern part of Oregon is like we're not mm-hmm. represented by these people in Portland, and, yeah, uh, whatever. So they're actually, could you imagine Idaho becomes, boom, mm-hmm. yeah. the biggest yeah. state in the West Coast. I mean, this guy, uh, yeah. this guy named Paul Preston, says we're well okay. on our way to statehood uh, using the West Virginia model to create the mm-hmm. state of New California. Of New California. Uh, I, I, I will know, look into that. I don't know if that works or not, but I hope it does. I anyway, don't know if it will work. I don't know. Marie, thanks for calling. Always appreciate it. What a great oh, call. Always a, always a pleasure to talk to you guys. What you a know? great call. Thank you very much. Have a great right. weekend. Thank you very much. Right. Good night. Man, that's a, boy, that, that was a good call. Man. Not that the other ones weren't. Hey, as much but, uh, as we, we're always pulling our hair out about California, our president in the uh, VFW chat room is from California. Yeah. And, Most of uh, our listeners are from yeah. California. Yeah. So there is a uh, spirit of freedom that is still alive and has roots in that uh, that state, you know. Right. Um, like- I want to I introduce you. Uh, I mean, I, I've had him on the show before. Uh, but this guy, uh, uh, Eli, Eli or Eli Mistall, he's a real moron. He, he's a, he's still wearing an afro, ladies and gentlemen, and but it's white because his hair is is turned white. He looks like he's thirty, but his hair turned white. Oh, is that that? It's like Don King called. He yeah. wants his hair styled. Yeah, yeah. This dude's a real moron too. He's he's yeah. dumb as hell. I want you to listen to how he disparages Herschel Walker. Um, I'll just let it all speak for itself. Here we go. 
Five, this is Herschel Walker. So I'm preparing. I'm this country boy. You know, I'm not that smart. And he's that preacher. He's a smart man. Wear these nice suits. So he's going to show up and embarrass me at the debate October the 14th. And I'm just waiting. You know, I show up and I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best. So I'm preparing. So, I'm just. Okay, so that's Herschel Walker talking about the debate with Senator Warnock. He actually gives us the date, October 14th. He, like, pimped the date there to make it exciting for people. So what's the game here in our last two minutes? What did Herschel Walker really lowering the bar? A guy who won a Heisman, who got Pro Bowl in the NFL. you got to learn a lot of plays to do that. you got to know a lot. It's not a game. I'm just a poor country senatorial candidate who isn't that smart and doesn't know a lot about a lot of things. But what I do know is that I should be your senator. So I can represent you in Congress, even though I don't know stuff like a nice suit would know, because apparently suits have brains now. I don't know a lot of stuff, but I know that I should be your senator so I can vote exactly like Mitch McConnell tells me to vote, because I've just told you I am too stupid to figure it out for myself. That is that is the game plan, and it's going in, it's doing two things, right? It's one, the obvious kind of old school lower expectations. As long as he doesn't drool, or even if he does drool, as long as he doesn't trip over his own drool, he will be like, oh, Walker exceeded expectations, right? So that's it's just a part of his the media horse race game. But the other thing is to remind these white MAGA bigoted Southerners Pastors. that don't worry. They're not electing a black man that's going to be able to think for himself that he is too stupid to do anything but vote in the way he is told to vote by his white superiors. Two things with one dumbass press conference. <laughs> man. I mean, that not guy's only, up, man. Not only is he trying to steal uh, the iconic hairstyle of a boxing promoter uh, from days gone by, you know, I met him, and you know where I met him? At the Republican National Convention. He, yeah, he's, he's, he's a businessman now. And then on top of it, he's he's pulling like he's a failed comedian. He was trying to be funny. I don't know he what he's doing. He, is that what he was? He was he a comedian? He's trying to. What I'm talking about is what his 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 little pitch. Right? Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. but he, that was on that, that was on Sirius XM. But he's always on MSNBC. Oh yeah, he's a he's a guest. You know, he's out there. He's showing his ass. That's a funny but, uh, looking dude too. He looks like a moron. He really does, man. The only it's a, actually, the, if you think about it, think about it seriously. Now, he could be the evil stepchild or the evil <laughs> child between Don King and Bobo Brazil. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, shit, I forgot his name. I, I wanted to try to do something here. I wanted to fake Don King. That's what Mistow. I'm that, that's what it is. Mistow. Yeah, I, I wanted to. Uh, <laughs> let me see if I can do this. Think about that, though. That is it. He's the spawn. The devil spawn. Okay. Oh! <laughs> I, I got him here. Let me see if I can do this. See if this works. I don't know if it's going to or not. It probably won't with this raggedy ass chat room. Of course, it won't. Not you guys, folks. I'm talking about the uh, chat room, uh, the technical situation on the chat room. I got a link there. Let's let's put that there. That is your Eli Mistow, ladies and gentlemen, a real true work of art. Um, we have this 
uh, ESG situation, this environmental sustainability, whatever the Green New Deal is with the uh, communists in the United States Congress, especially the ones from Iraq, the Muslims from Iraq, like uh, Rashida Tlaib, uh, that hate Israel and hate America, yet they uh, suck off the teat of America. Uh, Rashida Tlaib uh, is too afraid uh, to come to Congress. So she's on a Zoom call, which is totally illegal in my opinion. Uh, And she's interviewing, there are six or seven esteemed CEOs or whatever you call them of major banks uh, in front of Congress, CEOs. And and what they're trying to do, what the communists are trying to do, is they're trying to use the banks and the weak-minded, cowardly people running the banks uh, as a weapon against the Second Amendment, and in this case, uh, for the Green New Deal and the World Economic Forum, and against fossil fuels. And she asks uh, one of the individuals <laughs> about what his Jaime bank Diamond, is doing. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, Diamond. I yeah, Diamond, exactly. Uh, and let's listen to the embarrassment of this representative in the House of Representatives. It's sickening. You have all committed, as you all know, uh, to transition the emissions from lending and investment activities to align with pathways to net zero in 2050. Do you know uh, what the International Energy Energy um, Agency has said is required to meet our global 2050 net zero targets of limiting global temperature rise to 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit or Uh, 1.5 degrees Celsius? Celsius. No no fossil fuel production starting today. So that's like zero. Well, I would like to ask all of you and go down the list, because, again, you all have agreed to doing this. Please answer with a simple yes or no. Does your bank have a policy against funding new oil and gas products? Mr. Diamond. Absolutely not. And that would be the road to hell for America. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine, sir. You know what? Everybody that got relief from student loans has a bank account with your bank should probably (laughs) take out their account and close their account. The fact that you're not even there to help relieve many of the folks that are in debt, extreme debt, because of student loan debt, and you're out there criticizing it. Stupid Muslim? Can you say that? I, I, I mean, what? <laughs> she she's All saying the great econ- the great economic power of the parasites that got a free check. All of those people that were forgiven their student debt. Have massive amounts massive. of money in your bank, uh, it, it, and it's they're going to draw every single <laughs> cent out of it. You know, the sad part was, the rest of them were pussies. The rest of them were like, "Well, you know, we're going to fund both." There wasn't that dude right there. I like him. I don't know his history. I don't uh, know a damn. No, I don't know anything funny. about him, but I know that he's right on that issue. Just all I got to say, TARP 1, 2, 3, whatever. Really? Uh, the bailout of the banks. Uh, they let Lehman What do you do, sit there and collapse. study this financial stuff? Or no, what? I know this. We, we lived this, man. <laughs> yeah, Don't you remember? I never heard of the guy before. Jamie Diamond, he's, no, been, he's like a big finance guy. I believe you. you I know, believe you. I just never heard of yeah. him before. It, that, that's a little uh, uh, bitch fight between two people okay. that still want, want evil upon us, right? Gotcha. Diamond doesn't care about us. He cares about money, right? So 
Why the hell would he? He say should. That he's a banker. Of course, he cares. Right. About that. Exactly. That's what he's supposed to care about. <laughs> and he's telling you, if we do this, we're going to die. We're not going to have we're any too, money. He, we're too big to fail. Remember that yeah. shit? Yeah. Oh my god. Right. Yeah. He's part of that crew. Hey, let's listen to what's happening in Massachusetts. We talked about it. The Nordstrom pipeline. We have been warned that home heating oil prices will skyrocket this winter. Well, now National Grid and Eversource say we could be in for some sticker shock as well when we open our electric bills. In a filing yesterday with the state, National Grid said it is looking to increase rates this winter by more than 60% from a year ago. Eversource is expected huge, to make a man. similar rate hike request soon as well. Just like in Europe, Massachusetts relies heavily on the natural gas pipeline in Russia to run its electrical grids. And the invasion in Ukraine is continuing to cause supply issues. Inflation and high demand are also being blamed for that price hike. Well, National Grid says the monthly bill of a typical homeowner will rise from $179 last winter to $293 this winter pretty substantial and the hike is expected to last through may jack i know we're in different places than we were when we were 30 but imagine that increase when you were 30 no it's when, crazy when you were young and had a young wife and I'm, I'm, i don't know your situation but I'm, I'm when you were raising a family and trying to get by to take that kind of an increase in something that you have to buy that changes lives. We we talked about it earlier. Uh, we talked about Russia Ukraine deal, and we talked about what liquid natural gas here. I put a link in the chat room. Bloomberg, June seventh, twenty twenty two. Europe has dethroned Asia as the biggest destination for United States liquefied natural gas as the energy starved region seeks to slash. Its dependence on Russian supplies. Look, look, the look, U.S. Look. sent three quarters of all of its liquefied natural gas to Europe in the first four months of 2022. Look, look, let me put this today, in perspective. Right? Let me put this in perspective because I'm Irish. This is what the Irish government did to the Irish prior to the potato famine. They made the Irish farmers send all of their agriculture elsewhere and they starved they had to we had to grow potatoes in our garbage because all of our farms were sending our products elsewhere to the united kingdom which wasn't the united kingdom yet but to england and to different countries the irish government did this to its own people it's what the american government is doing to our people we are sending our resources elsewhere, legally and illegally, in at natural the same gas. Time. And right, right. At and, the same time, and the Massachusetts, Massachusetts has shut down um, exactly the production of liquefied natural gas. Because if you remember, in the Trump administration, the United States was energy independent. Independent was still sending liquefied natural gas making big bucks by doing so but as soon as biden got in he cut out contracts he shut down fracking he shut down and let's quit calling it biden let's quit calling it biden biden didn't do any of that shit this is obama this is the communist this isn't biden biden is a scapegoat biden is a patsy biden is the president 
Obama is not the president. So, I mean, if you Biden is not the president. Biden, Biden is not is the, president. the president. He's not making Who decisions, Jack. Obama. I don't know. I don't know. But Biden is not making decisions. Biden well, can't put two words bring, together. That, yeah, you can't bring Obama in there. That that whole crew that is friendly to the European Union and the World Economic Forum and the UN agenda. Yes, those folks are pushing the button. The Valerie Jarrett's, the Susan Rice, exactly. All of those people are in there and involved but every time that we blame biden every time we blame biden they get away with it in they my don't opinion get away with it, huh? yes, they we do. hold them accountable we always tell it we, we biden's going to die in 2 weeks man i mean he's not even viable he's not even viable i mean there's people that are thinking people that are making these decisions and you know that's not biden he just uh, basically threatened China in the last week. Because somebody said, hey. told him to. Anyway, right. it, it doesn't matter. We're, we're in a pickle. Yeah, and there's enough, pe- there's enough people to blame. You know what I mean? There, there's people to blame all over the place. And I, I, just get, I just get a little bit perplexed when we keep blaming this retard. You know, it's just the guy's not even, hey, he he's not viable. It. He does. How many years was he a senator that had you're right, a brain? You're right. You're right? right. Had half. Of what it. did he say about Obama when he was elected? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, he's a he's a clean black guy. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, that's the same guy that they elected uh, with more votes than Obama. Yeah. Right. So, um, so one more thing. One more thing before we roll on out. Uh, you've got a 41 year old. Democrat terrorist uh, who ran down an 18-year-old kid at Kaylor Ellingson with an SUV because he was part of a Republican extremist group, according to local reports. And the man reportedly feared the group of Republicans was coming to get him. Uh, And you had uh, Carmela Harris uh, out on on the scene this week. And immediately, of course, following Dobbs, extremists, so-called leaders, that's what I call them, extremist so-called leaders across our nation began to pass and enforce laws to criminalize doctors, nurses, health care providers. I mean, think about those folks, why they entered that profession their sense of calling and duty to heal and help. And these so-called extremist leaders are passing laws to criminalize these folks. Passing laws to punish women. Yeah, that's real good, man. I mean, what we the have hell all is she talking about? I don't know. Because I said the same administration is sitting there putting the clamps down on doctors, telling them that they can't diagnose, offer advice to their lifelong patients that they serve and say, no, you prescribe the jab. They must get the COVID vaccine. You must mask them. They can't ask any questions. You can't discuss this. And if you do, you're likely to be fired. Right. It, it it really is uh, crazy, man. It, it's something that. It's a, I, but this is the exact this is, same thing she's talking about is what they do. 
that she's accusing uh, others of doing. It's crazy. No, you're absolutely right. And it's something that is actually causing death. This young man died because this moron, and, and you know they target the mentally challenged, the, the the people that aren't real. I mean, a forty-one-year-old guy is a scared. He's scared of an eighteen-year-old guy. He's the one in the SUV. Anyway, all right. Good show this week. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, I sent an email uh, to the guy. I apologize for calling him and stuff. We'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully, we can get him. Next week. We were so excited we wanted to call him a week early. I know. I, I don't know why I did. I, I, I wasn't paying attention. I, I guess when I I booked it early. I booked it two weeks ago. And I and I guess when I did that, I wasn't really looking at the calendar as, as closely as I should have been. But anyway, Jack, great show. Your final comments. Let's get out of here. Hey. Uh, looking forward to the interview when we get him online because it, it it's an important correlation to what's happening you know his thoughts like yeah. was this the precursor to what they're actually able to do to these poor folks that they got in the gulag in dc and nobody on the gop side is out there isn't protesting that isn't that something they doesn't, that tell, you, doesn't that tell you everything you need to know doesn't that, right. doesn't that tell you everything they need to know i mean they oh, hate yeah. us we're the people of walmart to them yeah, Lion Ted, right? He was one of sure. the first things about called it uh, terrorists. Agreed with him, you know. No, and then now this week he's like on board with uh, another censoring uh, us, uh, power grab. censoring Cold War uh, radio. You're damn right. Yeah. So, hey, Texas, we need somebody else. Uh thanks. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, what is it? Monday with uh, the doctor and uh, the doctor. And the minister, and the minister as well. And the minister, he is. A he's minister. got papers. He's, he's got papers, man. He's got a. He's got, he's got an honorary doctorate from Abide University. That's my man, Doctor Ward Miller, and he's some kind of Isn't some kind of minister. Jill Biden got her doctorate. Oh yeah, he's he's laughing at it. I mean, it's it's <laughs> that's what he does. Man. That's my boy. That's Wordy, hey, man. That's if you got the title, you might as well toss it around every day. You know what he told me? He told me when I sent the email, he told me, he said, man, I had a lot of time to burn in COVID, so I just became the doctor. <laughs> and I was like, that's my man. That's that's him. All right, man. Uh, great, great. <laughs> you can catch me on Getter. That's the only place I am. Uh, I, I wanted to just, uh, uh, just one more time before uh, we leave, I wanted to make sure that you understood uh, that we have a lot of a lot of listeners. Uh, All that, you know, make 29 sure cents. press eight, <laughs> press eight, please. Uh, we need you to press eight. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back on Monday, uh, Monday to Thursday. I'm on the Wayne Dupree show uh, at noon on Rumble and Getter and a whole bunch of other places. We'll be back here. Uh, on Spreaker.com, baby, uh, with Cold War Radio with Dr. Ward Miller. Thanks for coming out, everybody. Really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for letting us into your life for a couple hours. Go to Rod Threats and Southern uh, Liberty. Is that what it's called? Southern Liberty? Yeah. Uh, you can catch the, the link in the chat room. Uh, God bless.
Cold War Radio Eagle 1 cleared for takeoff. Cold War Radio Eagle 1, Baltimore Bound Man. Destination We Are America Radio Studio, Rocky Out. Godzilla, coming around you to light the bad guys up with a maverick. Roger, over. <laughs> 